Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one incorruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plague. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin The Enemy Within. Last week you started with the, the entrance to the cave, and there was a goblin sleeping outside of it. Um, Zed snuck up and, and stabbed it. Apparently, according to Brutus, it was too dumb to be alive in the first place, sleeping in broad daylight alone. What was it thinking? Um, well, yeah, goblins aren't that smart. Like, well, they're not the best guards in the world. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff that happened before that. What was what happened before that? Uh, well, we left the farm. Right. And then we went back to town. Oh yeah, you went back to, to town. That's we t- right. We did talk. Yeah, we talked about and the captain. The guard. That was the whole thing about the money that right. you guys would get. He'd offer us a bunch of money for clearing out the goblins. Right. And then he talked to the town council, and yeah. I think I wrote that down. Um, okay. Check the first page. Oh, maybe I started too late. Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, I just started a page too late. They offered us some. Really right. So he. So. So uh, we yeah, are rewinding for a second. So um, the so you guys had fought these goblins at this farm, and the next morning uh, you guys healed the uh, um, the farm hand and the farmers who helped you and helped you in that battle. We got some like wheat. And yeah, exactly. So then um, they they gave you a crate of grain as a <laughs> as a thank you, as a token of thanks. And you guys had the riverboat right there, so you just packed it in. Um, and and you had a a, uh, a lunch at that same uh, riverside tavern, and then what we just talked about there was there was this whole thing with the uh, uh, sort of the town watchman, where you uh, were explained about the goblin threat, and you had these goblin heads in a bag, and um, uh, so they called an emergency session of the council. Um, where they agreed to uh, give you 20 gold crowns if they could, if you guys, um, you know, were able to counter this goblin problem that they had. Um, and he talked about riding to Altdorf to uh, to have some imperial guards sent down to help the town out. But, of course, that would take, you know, at least a week. Um, um so then you killed the goblin outside this cave, who was doing a very lax guard of 
Black's job of guarding the entrance, and um, and he snuck around inside the cave and found that there were a bunch of sleeping goblins and wolves uh, on the rightmost passageway. And um, there was a bunch of arguing, and then some more arguing about exactly what to do. And eventually, um, uh, Zed snuck up and blunderbussed them all. Uh, I think that's how that's how the the, the battle started. And um, you guys were able to take out the goblins pretty quickly because they had they they had taken the blunderbuss, and uh, well, goblins just you know, aren't the greatest warriors in general. But the wolves kind of put up a fight, and uh, that um, took a little bit of, of effort to, to eliminate them. Um, so then you found this locked door um, that was kind of around past that area, and um, even though it was a pretty tough lock, Zed was able to open it. And inside was this room with a table, and there was a... Uh, a dead human on the table, a couple of dead goblins lying on the floor, and um, when you approached it, and when, when Zed entered the room, it slowly got up and moved towards him, and uh, um, eventually Nigel fired a, a uh, uh, one of his uh, spells at it, which caused it to explode into a big fireball that nailed Zed pretty well, but the rest of you were smart enough to stay back and, and didn't take too much of it. Um, in there you found this kind of interesting locked chest, and you also found some vials with sort of potion-like substances in them. Um, it doesn't say, well, there were some markings on them, it's not written down what they were, but uh, um, um, so that's what happened, and then I think the order of this is wrong. As soon as that original fight was over with the wolves, the other group of goblins uh, showed up behind you, and you were able to um, to to scare them off with a combination of the sounds spell and just kind of adding your own voices to it. You guys pretended to be a group of dwarves who were in there just ravaging through the goblins and wolves, and uh, it worked. They failed a leadership test, and they, they ran for it, um, eventually getting back to uh, their back room where they uh, were kind of huddled in a corner, and then you guys threw the bomb into there, and the bomb uh, caused a cave-in. Uh, one, of the, one of the things that Triax noticed when you guys entered the cave was that the whole thing wasn't very sturdy and hadn't been maintained very well and was likely to cave in at a moment's notice. And uh, the bomb certainly did that and uh, basically buried them alive. So that's uh, that's where we left it. You guys were just leaving the cave. So where are you headed? You guys did check out the rest of the cave, and it was fairly empty, I think, besides, uh, besides the rooms that, that uh, where the action took place. So, when we go, went over the cave, I mean, we found a bunch of places where the goblins had, like, made camp, right? Uh, correct. There was the place where the battle went down, and then there was the place where the bomb went off, causing a cave-in. And then there was a third area that seemed to be empty. So we killed... 
We didn't kill all the goblins. No, no, we did. We, killed we did. Goblins. I thought some of them ran away, like from the outside. No. no yeah. Ran away. No, yeah. None of them ran away. That the I ones that remember the when we made loud noises, they ran off, right? We went and we, we killed them. A bunch of them. We came came explosive explosive they came up, they came up yeah. behind you and they ran they back into the they cave. Didn't, they weren't outside. That's right. They ran back into the cave and then the explosion caused a cave in. They were just huddled in fear. It would certainly make sense that there's only 12, right? I mean, are there, does it seem like there's only 12 goblins in any of this mine? Based on the... Amount of, uh, of crap that you... The amount of, the amount of feces that you find? Well, there's like bedding and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, but they kind of sleep in heaps. They don't really... They don't have, you know, individual place places laid out for each goblin. Well, I'm just trying to get a general impression here. Uh, have we dealt with the threat Does it seem like properly? There only Twelve goblins living here. Um, there's. Well, there was an area where there were, there were there was clearly goblins sleeping, and you never encountered any goblins in that area. Right. Right. So it seems like there's more than twelve goblins that are living here. Did you kill twelve goblins just in the mine, or are you including the ones that including you killed at the, the farm? Ones by the boat. Um. It, there, it would not be wrong to say there were only twelve goblins living here. You can't. You can't. There's nothing obvious that tells you that there's twenty or more. So it's, it's certainly within the realm of reason. So the way I, the way I figure it, there's three reasons to stay in this cave. I did. One reason to leave. Do you want me to put it back in rotation? The three reasons are number one. Where like several of us are, are beat to hell, and this might be a good place to recover some wounds. Um, Number two, I think so. I, that was going to be the first one I started with, um, and if it's out of, the I'm not sure that we killed all the goblins. And even if we haven't killed the goblins, the person like is a pretty good chance that what's her name, Metallica, is going to come over here and check out what's been happening in her mind at some point within the next couple of days. And this might be a good place to encounter her. Mm, I would think that would be a more compelling reason to leave than stay. Um, We're not in any condition to well, encounter a Talca Herzen. Well. Especially with her chest. We've got to hide that chest before that, we encounter That encounter her. doesn't necessarily have to lead to violence, right? Like, but we can't, we're not gonna, we can't leave without encountering her. We need to hide the chest. We need to, we need to put our trump card up our sleeve. Before we encounter a Um That I mean, that's the that was the reason to leave would be to stash the chest on the boat where she can't get it. But um, anyway, so uh, where was I? So we're beat to hell. Like we might encounter Italka. I mean, if we're beat up, wouldn't a better place to recover be the hospital in town? Uh, especially since our surgeon just took off because he's a jerk. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Like, and then the third reason um, was that if we stay out here a few days, the reward for the killing the goblins that we already killed might go up. Like he said, he was going to talk to those farmers, right? Try and get them to contribute some money for the reward. That's true. That's a fairly compelling reason. But I think going to the hospital is a fairly compelling reason to leave. Well. Like, we can rest here almost as well as we can rest in the hospital. Did I get at least 10 experience for that journal? Um, 
Yeah, uh, so the events are slightly out of order, um, but I'll give you 15. Alright, I need to find a Marine, or not a Marine, uh, <laughs> a Sergeant. A Sergeant? Or a mate. That pushed you over your career-changing experience? Yeah. I, and I still think encountering Italica here is better than encountering her in the tower. I... I think that goes without question. <laughs> that encountering Italica anywhere but the tower is better than encountering her in the and tower. If, like, and if we encounter her out here, we can kind of be like, what the hell were you were goblins doing in your mind, right? We don't have to be like all... You know, you're a witch and we're here to burn you with the stake, which is kind of, I think, what would happen if we tried to go up to a tower to be like, we're at a party of adventurers who came to clear goblins out of the mine. What the hell were they doing in there? Presumably, someone as powerful as a taco would have other followers than goblins. I'm sure, I'm sure we would get a visit from our representatives before her. Well. Isn't that even better? Then we can, like, try and figure out what she's doing by talking to her representative. So, you guys can... Remember, the healing rules... Heal is a basic skill, so you guys can attempt it on yourself, although... You can't do general healing as a basic skill. The general healing, correct, is not basic, though. But the first aid stuff is. First aid's already been done, though. I need the... the What were you doing, like... I was standing here, and you bumped my arm. I need the specialized care option. I was holding, I was holding like this, and you bumped it. And yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> well, why weren't you watching where I was going? Come on. Yeah. Seriously. A little more alertness here, Alan. <laughs> yeah, I definitely need some advanced healing. Well, what do you, what do you think, Alan? Should you stay or should you go? Well, if we stay, there might be trouble. And if you go, it might be double. <laughs> uh, we should go back to the town. I think it's correct. Any, like, if there's, like, two or three goblins left, they're like, fuck this, I'm out of here. On the greener pastures. They're going to see all their, like, dead brethren. Wait, don't, don't we have to, like, chop off their scouts or heads or something? No. No. We have to get the town guard watchman to come out here himself and show him. Oh, the let's, just, let's just go back to the town and then get the town guard and walk back. It's like a day's journey or something. Half a day? Uh, I think about half a day. Yeah. Alright, so half a day there. About five hours. Pick him up, half a day back. I'm not sure that we're all going to come back right away. We just need to get that one guy to come back. Show him. Dead goblins. Alright, well, I mean, if we leave, then what's going to be our next move? Go, eyes at chest, talk to the town captain, spend the night in the hospital. And then? Take the captain, come back, get her money. Okay. But like, then we have no choice but to go up to the tower after that. Right? Well, wasn't that the ultimate thing we were going to do? We could go up to the tower with the guard, though. Because at that point, the town guard is going to be interested in why, why Telka had goblins in her mind. 
Even they would want to talk to her. Alright, this guy's over. Maybe. No, that's definitely over. Oh, no, I was talking to Jeff. I think we can count on the town guard being that. Yeah, just that's hot. Proactive. Kind of a douche. <laughs> that's a good description. <laughs> Certainly, though, I mean, we could wait a week for the dudes from Outlaws. Just sit here all week? We're merchants, man. Time is money. Also, a week is probably enough time for her to do whatever she's doing. Although she doesn't have the chest, maybe she can't do it. Yeah, I don't think she's doing anything immediately. But, I mean, we promised, um, um, Hieronius we try and get to the bottom of this. And I don't think we can say we've done that without at least talking to her or trying to figure out what she's doing. I agree. But I almost think the visit to the tower is inevitable. Probably find out try and find out as much as we can about that tower. Before we go up there, we can go back and have another conversation with the dwarves who built it. See if we can get them to give us any more information about it. Okay, so uh, what's the verdict? Not uh, guilty. We're good leaving. Okay. You're taking the chest with you? Mm-hmm. On the pack dwarf. We might be able to recruit some dwarves to go to the tower with us. Once they learn that there actually were goblins in their mine, they're going to be pissed. Yeah. Maybe. Well, assuming they're real dwarves. <laughs> they don't have any weapons or fighting skills. They have an entire tent of weapons that the the chief had a ton of axes and stuff in his tent. Yeah, they had like five axes against the wall. Yeah, it, was a, it wasn't a tent, it was a, it was a house. But on the other hand... It's like in Shantytown, right? The chief is probably the only non-pansy dwarf left in that town, and even he's half-pansy. <laughs> That's right, refusing to follow Sigmar. Okay, so you, you guys head back to town? Yeah. Um, what time of day is it at this point? I kind of don't remember. Um, okay, you guys... We attacked the cave at dawn. That's right. So, however so it's been about a, it's been about um, I don't think an hour and a half since you attacked since you kind of entered the cave. So it's, it's lugging it's, this gigantic chest. It's early morning. We make, we don't do a harness for it. We did. We have those skills. We have rope. We have use rope. There's no use rope. We have agility. Um, you can I walk a bit faster if two of you carry it. I'm not carrying it. <laughs> I would rather leave it. Big surprise. <laughs> Zed, Zed can carry it. Zed and, uh... Zed they, they seem to have wandered Zed off. Manny. 
No, I'll carry it. Brutus, Brutus, quite contrary. <laughs> Alright, it, it slows you down a bit. I guess Triax can use some awesomely defined biceps to go with his new abs. That way, when you take your strength in pants, I won't have any qualms with it. I would help you carry it, but, like, I've got to study this stuff while, you know, we're on the march. Well, we need someone to, like, defend us if we get to that. Alright, um, you you guys head down. Um, It takes you a bit longer because the dwarf is already the the weakest link in the party and he's walking a little slower with the chest. Um, So six and a half hours later, you uh, arrive in town. Okay, we go to the boat. Uh, I don't care yeah, like nine, how ten, awesome of a dwarf you are. If you lug that thing for two, two and a half hours, your your arms are gonna fall off. We told you exactly. to build him a harness. Exactly. He, he has to take breaks. Which your is back why. is gonna be super sore. Wait. You have to take breaks, which is why it slows you down. I don't think you even understand how much you can lift. It doesn't matter how much you can lift. It's just like six and a half hours. I think with a harness, he could make the entire journey without a break. If he was carrying the chest, I don't see how it would be possible to even carry it for more than 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty It's pretty heavy. Your arms would eventually get tired if you, if you, didn't, have, but, if you didn't strap but it. With if harness, you didn't strap it to your back. With a harness, he can lug it forever. He can carry 1,300 pounds with no movement penalty. We should show this chest to Hieronis. Maybe he knows how to open it. Or 1,300 weight units, whatever these units yeah. are. Yeah, I, I wish to examine it before we show it to Hieronis. Okay, so um, so anyway, it takes you longer, but you have to take breaks and whatnot, but you make it to town. Alright, we'll take it to the boat, and we stash it. Uh, okay, you get some odd looks as you lug this huge thing through the middle of town. Uh-oh, stevedores are going to like come. <laughs> this is not the sort of town that has uh, stevedores. <laughs> so How dare you carry that by yourself? Um, oh, I need some dice. I didn't mention it. Okay. Think about it. You get to the boat, there's like four stevedores. <laughs> yeah. We're going to carry that for you, whether you like it or not. <laughs> oh, the D10s, man. You got really nice and the D10s. Right, oh, I'll put them in there. Yeah, they're just... Maybe the rest of the living farmers will give us a crate of wheat. Well, there's like 20 farms outside of town. That would be a pretty good haul. They got a crate of wheat from each of them. Okay. Uh, as you guys are walking through town, um, you actually uh, encounter the, the guard captain. Do we have his, the name for him? No. No? What? How do we not have the yeah, name? Yeah, I do have the name. Let me, let me look it up. He was such a douche. I didn't take the third one. <laughs> Uh, his, his name is Jodocus. Sure if if anyone's I've keeping a journal. Sounds like a good name. Are you keeping the journal? Yeah, weren't you going to keep the journal this week? Sure. Um, 
Okay, so he uh, he says, "Oh, hello, you guys. So uh, good to see you back and and still uh, still healthy and alive." Um. Yes. Well, <clears throat> um, I'm glad we ran into you, Jodicus. So you see, um, we were um, up in the uh, doing some work in the um, in the Black Peaks, and we happened to stumble across the the Warren of the Goblin Tribe. Uh, oh, really? Well, that's that's excellent. Yes. Naturally, we took care of them right away and um, found some unusual things. Took, took care of them. Yeah. You you killed them then. To the last goblin. Excellent. That is, uh, that is excellent news. How many were there? Um, well, there were a couple of dozen, but um, <laughs> we were fortunate <laughs> enough to uh, to bury a number of them in a large rock slide um, while they were sleeping. So um, that cut down their numbers considerably. I, I see. Um, make a make a charm test. Or a bluff test. Yeah, is there a bluff? Is there a bluffing skill in this game? Uh, I think it's charm. Forgot how that works. I fail by two degrees. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't seem to immediately. Uh, like keep your eyes or something. That's Start rolling his eyes. <laughs> um. Yeah. There's just. It, it's a charm test. Um, if you have schemer. Then you uh, get a bonus if you're making bluff tests, but yeah, it's all it's all it all comes under charm. Okay, he says, "I'm very very well then." Um, but uh, can we be sure that was all of them? Um, if we missed any stragglers, which I don't think we did. Um, well, we've our job was to scour uh, the countryside for like one or two guys. We missed any stragglers, which I don't think we did. They will certainly be too um, too terrified of the uh, ferocious mercenary crew that they won't give you any more trouble. He says, uh, "Well, very well. I will. I will talk to the town treasurer about uh, about acquiring your reward money." Excellent. Well, um, we're going to be staying in town for a couple of days. It was a ferocious battle, and. Um, as you can see, my companion here was rather badly wounded in the assault. He, uh, he says, oh, I, I, I oh. see, that is, uh, that is a grievous wound. Um, we have a, a town physician. Ah, excellent. I need to go visit him right now. He gives you directions. Um, and then he heads off towards the town center. <laughs> sure. uh, so now what do we do? I suppose he just assumes that it's natural for us to be lugging a huge chest through the whole town. I thought we, stopped uh, we, had back to I thought we dropped it off on the boat. We were he all intercepted, intercepted us. us. Oh, he intercepted us. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, he didn't make mention of it, but uh, <laughs> he, he definitely noticed it. Um, Alright, um, so... Yeah, he knows where your boat is already. So, um, you guys are heading down to your boat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. Except, well, I guess you're going there, then you're going to the position. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you drop off the chest at the boat, and then, um... Actually, no, I'll I'll stay and collect our money, then go to the position. Okay. I'm just going to hang out with the boat. The, uh, the docks, the, the guard at the docks uh, asks for another day's worth of whatever, you know, half the cost at... Uh, right, right, right. 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 Um, okay, so I 
you guys want another meal at that uh, excellent tavern that's Riverside? Uh, um, I'm going to spend a few hours on the boat examining the chest. I'll get thoroughly. I'll get some food at the tavern. You can figure out. I think just going straight to the clinic then, if we're all doing our own things. Okay. Um, I'll start with the start with the clinic. Um, so it's just a kind of a nice home, and when you knock on the door, there's a a, a middle-aged man in his forties who uh, who see, comes out and he sees your wounds and uh, probably just points to this massive gash in his ankle. <laughs> Uh, says, uh, hello, Mr. Dwarf. Uh, usually, uh, your group has, uh, um, hasn't been up to enough, uh, uh, athletic enough, uh, activities to get a wound like that, but, uh, I'm, I, I see I'm not with those pansy dwarves. Oh, you're not? I'm my own merchant. You're, you're but don't even associate me with those vagabonds. Oh, well, well then, uh, good, well then, you'll actually have money to pay, that's excellent, uh, right, right this way. <laughs> he, uh, he shows you in, and, uh, he didn't say that. My <laughs> price is still broke. <laughs> <laughs> he shows you in, and there's a... Um, how much money are we talking about here? <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a sick room with a bed, and, and, uh, he, he has you lie down, and, uh, uh, takes a look at your wounds. So what what's your, what, what state are you in? Do you have any critical effects that need healing, or are you no. just, you're just looking for wounds? I'm just looking for general healing. Are you are you heavily injured or not? No, no. Okay. No. So you got so I just plan on staying here for for twelve hours under general care. Okay, uh, sure. Um, I he asks for eight shillings. All right. Okay. Although if he fails his test and I only get back one wound, I'm asking for my money back. <laughs> All right. I don't feel any better. I want my money back. Yeah. What kind of quack are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't know about that until the end of your twelve hours. But I'll I'll make I'll make his roll now. He's pretty good at this. Yeah, he makes his roll. You can roll your own d6. All right. How much are you down? Enough, I'm down seven. This is for 24 hours of care? 12. Oh, 12. So you're 24 if you're heavily injured. You're going to be gone for all day. I will, but I'll be back tomorrow. I'm ready to go. Nice. I'm also wounded slightly, but I'm just going to rest on the boat. Yeah, if you just rest for 12 hours, you'll get one back. So if you guys rest for a day, you'll get two back. I'm going to spend that time examining the chest. Okay. Um, let's go to let's go to examining the chest then. Um, I'll be right back. So, um, it has a, a magical aura around it that kind of penetrates it and surrounds it. And uh, you can just kind of see that through your you know, sort of witch sight's ability, through your magical sensing ability. And um, what, what you notice is when a, if you kind of tap on it with, say, something like your staff or something, uh, the energy kind of moves towards it and kind of creates like a small little barrier there. Mm-hmm. And it, and it uh, seems to be protecting the chest. Um, okay. Well, I, um, you know, attempt various means of bypassing that, whatever so, like, what I can think you, of. Like, well, Zed suggested um, a pickaxe. So you take a hack out of the pickaxe? I think, it, I think he has a crowbar, too. He has a crowbar, yeah. He might try um, 
working at it with that for starters. So, like, jab it between two pieces of wood and try to wedge it in there? Yeah. Um, so, the wood seems like harder than normal wood as you wedge it in there, and it doesn't splinter or fracture even on the surface as you as you try to wedge the the crowbar between two slats of wood. And you can see that the magical energy sort of comes to like this, uh, you know, kind of, it's all around it, but when you start to wedge it in there, it kind of comes up and seems to be blocking uh, that avenue. Can we do it like from two sides at once? What yeah, when you that? do that, the magical energy seems to can coalesce in two places at the same time, and it still is able to protect it. Um, so what happens if I fire a few magic darts at the chest? Uh, sure. Make a roll. Okay. Alright, I fired two magic darts at the chest. Okay. Um, when you fire a magic dart, the, uh, um, roll, roll damage on it. First one does 12, second one does... Holy smokes. Um, okay, the, the first one does 12. Um, the the energy kind of moves up to block it in a, in a similar way. But it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, After it absorbs it, you see just a little bit less of the energy there. Then in the next round, you fire the 18-point uh, dart at it. And once again, it moves to block it, though it doesn't seem to block it quite as well as it blocked the first one. Um but it doesn't. But it's still, even at 18 points, it doesn't damage the chest itself. You don't see, uh, you don't see any marks immediately. But you notice after that that the uh, um, that the that this, the energy guarding it looks like there's less of it there. Then, so as you're kind of examining, you know, the effect of that, um, you see that over the next oh, 10 to 20 seconds, the the magical energy sort of. Uh, Regenerates and goes back to its full uh, potential. Hmm, interesting. So if I were to cast a whole bunch of magic darts back to back, if I do it, can I tell like how much dimmer did it seem after the two magic darts? Like, uh, make a magic sense test. make it with a degree of success? Um, you'd say it still had about two-thirds of its strength left. Hmm. Well, that one's pretty doable, then. Six consecutive magic darts. Of course, the amount of damage might be a factor. I'd be shocked if the brute force method worked. I would have think I would have thought a taco would have tried it. But it'd be you making the six casting rolls. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll I'll, okay. I'll try it. Um, I'd like to get to to Brutus. What where did he go? Alex, are you around? 
Are you around? Yeah, I have to do like a bunch of work, but I kind of have to do it. Not neatly, but over oh, the yeah. rest of the day. So, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So you have to go back and forth to the computer? Yeah. I see. Something wrong with the servers or something like that? Uh, some copyright infringement. Ah. But I want to work on this. Those bastards. Um. I basically have to send out a million emails saying, yes, the shit's removed. I see. Um. Okay, so. After about one hour, you've finished your meal. It costs five pence. And um, um, uh, Jodicus, Jodicus comes back, and he has an elderly man in tow. He's sort of a thin guy with uh, who's dressed quite nicely, with gray hair. And uh, did I see him in the council? Um, I don't think you guys were in the council. No. Um, and then Jodicus says, oh, "Here's the man right here. It's uh, Brutus, was it?" Uh, that's right. Uh, yes, so, uh, I, I have our, our town treasurer here with me, and, um, well, uh, I guess, uh, he was looking for a little more evidence of the, uh, of the end of the threat, um, and, uh, the old, the old man says, uh, well, we didn't want to carry all the corpses of the goblins with this back, but they are still at the mine, he says, uh, if, so, if you're willing to hike out there. We're gonna get a horror movie. When they get back, and all the bodies are gonna be gone, with no sign of having ever been there. Just like when the killer kills a guy in the horror movie, and then the young female heroine like calls the cops, and the cops come over, and all the bodies are just gone, and all the blood's cleaned up. That's what's gonna happen? Great. Uh-huh. That could have definitely happened to you in Bogenhofen if you had uh, like taken some guards with you back down to the uh, back down to the temple room. But, uh, but that's, that's pretty cliche. I don't think that would happen. Uh, well, this game did come out in uh, 1985. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, so he says, uh, the older man says, I, yes, so we will send a, uh, a man up with you then, and he will check it out, make sure everything is as you say. Uh, sure, the dwarf is kind of hurting right now, but I'm willing to go with you. Yes, uh, good, and uh, also, I think it would be prudent to wait a few days, and we'll see if there are any more attacks. And if there are not, then the goblins must be dispensed with. Uh, a few days, like two days? We well, are attacking every two to three days, it seemed like, so perhaps we'll wait four days, and that will ensure that it is long enough. Well, we are merchants, and time is money, so we're willing to say an extra... Two and a half days before we must leave. Like, how's that sound? Um, make a charm test. Ninety-four. Uh, Ninety-four. No, we'll definitely need four days. Mm, Otherwise, how can we be sure the goblin threat is neutralized? Well, once you, uh, once you're, once we show you the evidence, I'm sure your man will, uh, be pretty certain that it has been neutralized. Yeah, uh, very well. Uh, he, uh, he wanders off and, uh, Jodicus, uh, says, um, yes, uh, oh, I can, I, I can't go myself, of course, because, you know, I need to guard the town here, but, um, of course. But I can send, uh, one of, one of our militiamen with you. Uh, I believe Samuel's on duty today, uh, he can go with you at any time. So when it's uh, his word, then 
Or will, will you accept his word when he sees, like, piles of dead goblins in the mine? Uh, of course. Okay. He's a trustworthy man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll just uh, check with uh, my companions and, uh, yeah, just have him meet us at our boat. Uh, very well. At what time? Uh, what time of the day is it, like? It's mm-hmm. early afternoon now. Early afternoon. It's about an hour after you arrived in town, so like three o'clock. Well, if we're gonna stay a few days, we don't have to go right away. Uh, the longer I mean, we wait, the more the horror movie guy is gonna come and clean it up. Uh, we can leave tomorrow morning. Uh, excellent. I will. Uh, I will let him know to meet you at your boat. All right. He uh, wanders off. When I finish my meal, I'll go back and talk with him. Okay. Yeah. How, how's it going with the uh, test? I'm making progress. I'm making progress. Just give me a, a few more minutes. Oh, uh, okay. I'll watch. Okay, so, uh, so, so what are you going to do at this point? I'm just going to start chain casting magic darts on with it. Okay. My eyes go wide. It's like, are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> of course! Uh, I'm just going to, why don't we take this off the boat and do it somewhere on the land? Don't be silly. This is the best place. Alright. Uh, I'm going to be standing by the edge. One. Two. Three. This is a good way to four, rack uh, corruption points. Five. <laughs> corruption points. Alright. <laughs> I roll Zeech's curse. You automatically get a corruption point for Zeech's no, curse. No, but I, ha- I have to roll. I have to make a couple of steps. Which you bail. <laughs> Which you bail. Alright. Okay, so one corruption point. Keep going. <coughs> okay, so you roll so you um so how many how many castings have you done on it? Uh five so far. Okay. Well let's stop there and roll damage for you all five. seven seven Nine. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, and thirteen. Okay. Um, the ones that were under ten seem to really not affect it much, um, but the two that were that were higher. You know, kind of has the same effect, and at the end of all of that, you kind of see it uh, having, you know, be looking less powerful, similar to how it did after your two larger castings, after that eighteen that you had hit it with. Okay. Earlier. So it's so. So you want to continue to cast it? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, but I rolled teacher's curse. Don't you? Oh want yeah. To deal with that? We, yeah, we didn't deal with that. Okay. Yet. Uh, sixty-five. Sixty-five is what the teacher's curse number? Yes. Okay. What do you? Uh, Curses not give you corruption points necessarily? Not necessarily. They often do, though. So this is a star. Oh, that's, you're stunned for a round. Okay, we'll see what it says. Let me read it off first. Um, your nerves tingle uncontrollably for D10 rounds, and you have minus 5 to all tests, and you're stunned for a round during that time. So, I'll, why don't you roll a D10 for me? Six. Six. Okay, so you're um, 
Um, Minus five to all tests. Does that affect casting rolls? Um, to the channeling portion of it. Well, I have not cha- bothered to channel. Okay. So you're you're stunned for a round. So um, so at the end of that, it kind of uh, regenerates quite a bit when you don't cast on it for a round. Okay. And uh, it's basically looking just about back to where it normally is. After one round, I thought you said it took about twenty seconds. I said ten to twenty seconds. You didn't do you did more damage to it that time than you did this time. Okay. Alright. Uh, okay, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> Alright, so now there's each's curse. Eighty-six. Eighty-six. Now we're getting into now we're getting save? into the uh, Or is that your save? No, I only have to roll a save if I roll ones. Oh. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, is ones really bad? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um uh, nothing happens immediately, but you hear like a loud buzzing sound coming from <laughs> up, up, up the stairs of the of the ship. Um, I don't hear it, do I? Yeah, you're the, you you hear it. I hear it too. Yeah, it's like a loud buzzing sound. All right, well I'm getting out of the ship. Okay. Well, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna check it out. All right. So you so you're doing this in the cargo area or in the quarters, the sleeping quarters. Uh, not in, in my room. In the cabin. In the cabin, right? Yeah. Okay. So the stairs are, like, right there. Right. Okay, so you look up the stairs to check it out, and there seems to be a swarm of bees that have come out of nowhere, and they're swarming around the top. Oh, my God. And they're looking for a way to come down. Uh, like, a few of them come down and fly past you. I, bat, I batten the hatches. <laughs> um, does that thing close? It doesn't, have a, it doesn't have, like, a hatch that closes. What do you mean? Does what close? Like, the stairway down. Well, I'm sure it has a door. Um, it's an all-weather boat. <laughs> it definitely has a door. Otherwise, the rain would come in. Yeah, I guess that's true. All right, it's got a door. Close it. All right. So the uh, um, the uh, the bees start kind of coming in through little cracks and, stu- and crevices, like in the wall. They're trying to get their way down. But and then, like maybe ten of them got in before you closed it. So. Uh, so anyway, there's a cloud of there's a very small swarm of bees that has uh, made itself present in your room. Okay. Well, in the meantime, uh, why don't you stop this, man? This is like something bad is going on here. If you're not comfortable, you feel free to leave. Okay. I wrap a blanket around my head or top around my entire body. All right. Um. All right, you, you get stung a few times because there's not that many of them. Uh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna lose, you don't lose any wounds, but it definitely is distracting enough to the point where you have to stop casting spells for a few rounds. That's fine. And then, and then after a few, and then after a few minutes, they they wander off and stop pestering you. Okay, I go back to the tavern. <laughs> All right, well, I'll keep trying. That one does 12. <laughs> Another's each is curse. Oh, man. Uh, that one does 6. Uh, the Zeech's curse is a 0, 7. Alright, roll me a d3. 
you don't notice any immediate effect from it. Okay. Uh, the red's gonna explode one of these days. <laughs> uh, minimum damage. Nice. You're pretty reckless individual, ain't you? Uh, eleven. 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 Thirteen, ten, eleven, 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 thirteen, ten. Four in a row over ten. Five. Thirteen. All right. You don't feel like this sort of amount is like making progress with it. Like you need to like be hitting it. Like when you did eighteen, like you could see that it really did something. But these sort of like elevens are like doing a little something, but mm, it's probably not going to. You know, just by your judgment, it doesn't look like that's doing very much. Mm. Okay, I'll stop. Like if you could hit it with say three eighteens in a row, that would probably do something really significant to it, but it just doesn't seem like the 11s and 13s. I mean, they're doing something, but it's Super not, volume, you're not even getting it to what you had that first time. Okay. Um, okay, so you're off in the, uh, yes. the uh, sick room, and do uh, you guys want to do anything else until the morning? I tell everyone that that guy is coming in the They wanted, like, proof of the audience. It's like we thought they would. Okay. Um, I spend the rest of the, the evening resting on the boat. Okay. Uh, morning comes, and, uh, there's, um, there's a man with a backpack and a sword and a tip who, uh, shows up in front of your boat. It's a solo one, Samuel. Hello, Samuel. All right. We're gonna take a trip up to the mines, huh? It appears that way. Ready to go? Well, let's 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 do it. I've uh, haven't uh, haven't been out that way in uh, oh a year's time now, but uh, I think it'll be fun. Okay. So, is there just the two of you? No, dwarf is here. Oh, you show up the next morning? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's set off. He uh, he kind of takes the lead and he points out uh, the names of different trees and and things as you as you pass through the forest. I tell him to keep quiet. He uh, he kind of keeps quiet for a few minutes after you say that, but then he quickly points out like a bird that's flying by or or something else like that and tells you its name and what its uh, what its habitat's like. I turn to him and I say, Silence, you insufferable oaf! <laughs> you guys are jerks. He, he kind of frowns and keeps to himself for the next hour. <laughs> but eventually he like, starts whispering to the I just pretty pissed off at himself. 
So he's taking it out on the scout. Uh, eventually, eventually he approaches the dwarf and kind of whispers little little things about different uh, the different farms in the area and, and things like that. Keeping out of Nigel's way. You got a new friend. I pretend to be interested. <laughs> okay. Um, um, all right. So uh, after a while, you you get up into the mountains a bit, and you you uh, get to where the tower, where there's a road that leads up to the tower. Okay. We pass it by. Okay. And um, you you get to the. Uh, the road that leads up to the the path that leads up to the mine and um, head up to the mine and uh, things are, are pretty much as you've left it. There's a dead goblin outside. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There's a dead goblin outside and and uh, you know the rest of the things are, are pretty much just like how you were. They're, they're, the the uh, corpses have decayed a little bit since it's been what 24 hours plus. About 24 hours. A little less. We attacked them at dawn and it's uh, I guess. No, it's a little more. Yeah, it's five hours beyond dawn, so it's like yeah. twenty-nine hours. Right. So that's evidence good so, enough yeah, for you, mate. So there's some ants eating them and, and things like that, but other, otherwise, it's, it's pretty much. We give him the grand tour. Okay. Yeah, he looks around and he uh, he kind of kicks at the corpses and he he looks kind of astonished. You know, he he explains how uh, you know he's uh, he's seen goblins once or twice in his life, but always from a distance, and this is uh, kind of a new thing for him. And. Uh, they're not in, they don't get any prettier up close. <laughs> no, no, they certainly don't. Yeah. Khan starts pointing them out. Like, and that's another dead goblin. Mm-hmm. And right over here, we have a dead wolf right next to a dead goblin. I believe they've both been gutted. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, after about... Uh, uh, Actually, those guys buried alive. There might, those go- some goblins might still be alive under the buried alive. You know, um, taking them some time to die. Do we hear any noises? You don't hear any noises back there anymore. No. Okay, so after about an hour of that, um, he uh, he uh, seems uh, that he seems to say that he's seen all there is. And so, 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 shall we head back? I'm sure your village should be satisfied that there will be no more goblins attacks. Uh, yeah, we head back. Okay. Um. So you arrive around evening time. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, he uh, he he makes his way to the to the watchman's um, sort of where the kind of where the jail is at the center of town, and he uh, he he reports and tells tells um, tells Jodicus what what he saw up there. And Jodicus says, "Yeah, yes. It's, it seems like everything is in order." He's kind of wearing his like night clothes at this point, <laughs> but uh, um, he says, uh, "Great. Well, then, uh, in four days' time, then, well, it's three days now. We'll uh, we'll pay you your reward." So it's, uh, this is after we go back to the boat. This is we you come back to the town square and and uh, to where the watchman's three days. Is. You have all the evidence you need, mate. Just give us the money. Says, well, you know, I would, but uh, the treasurer is not uh, an easy man to convince, and he wanted he wanted us to wait four days to make sure there were no more attacks. That seems like a reasonable thing. Well, we, they should uh, compensate us for 
having to have to pay for our boat dues here. During the four days? Well, I guess that, that would make sense. You can, you can bring it up with him, but that, that, that would make sense to me. Is there a Magistar in this town of yours? Um, a Magister? Was it Magistrate? You mean the judge? Yes, judge. Um, yeah, there's a Magistrate for the town, sure. Alright, I'm gonna go visit him. Um, it's kind of evening time. Do you want, like, directions to his house? Yes. Okay. Uh, actually, no, I'll take directions to his, the courthouse or whatever and just go to the mall. Okay. Um, yeah, there's sort of a, there's a, hmm, this town's kind of too small to have a dedicated courthouse. So, uh, you know, they, they, they do that sort of thing and the, and the, the town council has, like, a few rooms in that central building and like one, of the, one of them is used. Um, yeah. Seems like it'd be big enough for a courthouse. Well, it just doesn't have a separate building for it, but it's oh. like a room in the town center or hall. Okay. Um, so are we going to wait three more days? For well, if you want your 20... Well, it's not like we were going anywhere anywhere, really. Uh, yeah, I was planning on going up to the dwarves tomorrow and asking and see if we could find out more about that tower. <laughs> I want to go to the judge and see if harboring goblins is legal recompense to repossess the mine from Ataka. That's a good idea. <laughs> All right. Um, the the morning the morning comes. Um, cross off some rations. And that's what you're eating, or um, how much was it? Or five pence. I I, I, I cross off a shilling for some food. Five pence. All right. I'll cross off my last shilling. Are you totally poor now? No, I have one gold crown and zero shillings and ten pence. <laughs> okay. The uh, the next morning arrives. Well, that was a quick day. I guess I spend the day training with a flail. I don't even have a flail. Yeah, you need a flail to uh, train with it. Alright, I spend the day doing uh, push-ups. I spend the day looking for a sergeant and a mate that might be in there. Um, okay, well didn't you want to see the magistrate? Yeah. After, after, after we get, after we get back to town with Samuel, he'll spend the rest no. of that day doing uh, push-ups. Okay, are you raising your strength? Nope, but there's nothing else. Okay. Uh, you feel well exercised after all that chest carrying. And you, there's not that much time left that day anyway. Yeah. It pretty much takes the whole day to get out of the mine back. Yeah, there's... I'm talking about the next day. On Plugzide 23. The next day we're, like, doing shit. We are. Yeah, there's really not much time left to... I mean, you uh, I'm going to go see the magistrate, and then I want to go with you to the dwarven camp. Yeah, I'll go with you to the magistrate while we... Yeah, okay, so... Uh, yeah, so there's so the magistrate has an office when, he, when there's no um, court hearing in session, and uh, you're shown in pretty quickly. And uh, he says, "Oh, uh, hello, uh, greetings, your honor. Can, can I can I help you with something? Uh, where are the blokes that um, are responsible for solving your town's goblin problem?" Oh, uh, yes, I've, I've heard of you. Um, I'm a member of the town's council. So did you know that the goblins were located in the mine belonging to one Atalka Herzan? Yes, I, I just heard that. Uh, Chodokas uh, gave us all a, a, a briefing. Is that even legal? Like Legals? Certainly not. Uh, harboring goblins? No. So can the town repossess the mine from Atalka? Hmm. It's an interesting idea. But... Uh, well, it, it, it is... She must be a brought up on some legal 
charges because it is her responsibility not to harbor goblins on her property. It's a, it's a, it's a good point. I, I hadn't thought of that. But, uh, yes, I mean, it, it is her property and having goblins on it is certainly not... If you like, we could arrest her for you and bring her up to you for charges. Arrest her? Well, I... I there's no evidence that she knew of those goblins. Perhaps she it had just still, abandoned the mine. It is still her responsibility because well, it's well, her she abandoned it. She has a responsibility to keep goblins out of it. I, I agree. I agree. If she can't be bothered to so much as do that, then clearly somebody more responsible needs to take ownership of the mine. Well, right, but somebody should have. If, if somebody had explained to her that there were goblins in her mind, then. Uh, but that's her responsibility. Do you realize, like, how many deaths and. Destroyed farms these goblins have caused. It's true. It's, it's hard neglect that led to people. the deaths of those farmers. Dozens and the of people and hundreds of gold pieces worth of damage. She's she's responsible through her own neglect. True. She could be charged with murder. Well, however, through negligence and not through uh, outright gross negligence. Gross negligence, exactly. Which is a crime. He says, "I will. I will look this up in some of our, our town laws and edicts." And he he starts to uh, go through his small library and rummage through some books. So, so, yes, perhaps there, are, there is a charge we could bring her up on. I've never liked that Atelco particularly much myself. She's, um, I mean, it's, it's, she it's, doesn't, she doesn't come here often or something. I mean, what, what us, would you so. charge somebody who, um, who, who locked a lamp over that started a fire that burned down four buildings? I mean, you charge him with something. Oh, well, for, for certain. It's, well, what she's done is ten times worse than that. Um, he says, yes, I, well, it is a little different because this is merely property that's been unattended. But uh, but I, I I see I see your your all of your points, and uh, I will look at, I will look into this. Okay. At the very minimum, you should repossess the property and give it back to the original owner, the dwarves. Um. Okay. Is there anywhere else you wish to go? He's he he, he says uh, if you're interested, you can come back in a few hours, and he'll. Uh, we'll do that. Uh, Let you know what he thinks. All right, we'll go have a lunch and come back to him. Okay, you're not gonna head over to the dwarven town in the meantime. We'll wait and see what he says. First. Okay. Okay. When you when you show back up, he he's got some books open with with laid out on his desk, and uh, he says, "Yes, there is some precedent for uh, for bringing up uh, charges against someone like this." And uh, uh, well, the penalties aren't as steep as I would like. Uh, we can levy a fine against her. Uh, for one third of the damages that were done, as a, as according to her negligence. So let's see: three destroyed farms. Um, what do you put the price on, like a life of a person? Uh, Five gold. How much? How much? Uh, Commoner or noble? <laughs> how much does a farm go for these days? I would say maybe fifteen hundred gold. Well, for the building, uh, the building was destroyed. The farm itself, uh, you know, the property is still in place, of course. Um, but yes, the house, um, construction of a house like that uh, um, would be many hundreds of gold. Perhaps 700? 700, so that's three times over. It's 2,100 gold. Plus there was the damage that, she did, that the goblins did to the farm that was attacked that we fended off. Not less than three hundred gold, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then certainly the lives of the go- of the of the people she took would be worth something. They're lost wages, if nothing else. The income that they would have earned had they still been alive. Uh, he says yes. So, um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I think. Uh, I think. Uh, I think le- levying a, 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 
a 2,000 gold um, fine against her would not be out of uh, the realm of possibility. So how much do you think the mine is worth? Um, I actually have no idea. I, my understanding is it's really not worth much. Well, we, the dwarves would know, could say so. So it would be worth, uh, so the 2,000 gold plus, uh, I wonder how much that tower of hers is worth. Well, that tower is probably worth a great deal. I understand it's a uh, very it's a uh, dwarven construction, but uh, who would want to live out there? But I mean, if she can't raise the two thousand gold, then um, you know, the state would is going to have to get something back for it. Oh, uh, that's true. So they probably seizing the tower would not be out of the question. Well, I don't know much about Atelka, but I I I suspect she may be able to pay two thousand gold, which would be excellent for our town's coffers. So how do you so, propose to collect? So great, now we just need to enforce this. Do you perhaps need to hire some enforcers? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we will, we, will, uh, we will summon her to town to, uh, to uh, have her answer to these charges. Perhaps she has, you know, a defense. Perhaps, yes. She, she, she must be able to speak for herself, of course. Oh, uh, yes, um, we're waiting around to collect our reward anyway. Uh, I would appreciate it if you would keep us informed as to the progress of this case. We said something of a personal interest in the matter. I, I see. All right, well, I will bring up this entire uh, deal with uh, the town council, and uh, perhaps we will, uh, yes, we will uh, put out a summons for her. Maybe we can turn this tragedy into a benefit for the remaining townspeople. Yes, well, if we can collect a few thousand crowns, that would, uh, that would help everyone. Very well. Um, yes, well, you know where to find us, uh, so let us know what happens if you don't mind. Um, okay. Uh, alright, now we head out to the dwarves. Okay, the dwarves are just outside of town. Um, they're kind of in their usual state of... Sitting on their ass. Sitting on their ass and complaining. Well, we know where the leader's hut is since we went there before, so we'll just head straight there. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, he's, yeah. uh, uh, we were just, uh, playing Warhammer. We weren't sure if you wanted to stop by Say hi and or participate. We are actually doing it. Is that Jaijin? No, Eugene's not here. Must be. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so. Because we're on the right page. Really? Okay. Okay. Bye. Uh, okay. He said he just woke up. <laughs> but he says chances are he might not be able to make it. Oh. Okay, well, um... Okay, so when you, when you arrive at the, at the, uh, at the chief's house, um, the, uh, yeah, the, the door is closed, you want to knock, I guess. Yeah, okay. I was knocking to him. Okay, um... A dwarf who... The dwarven knock. I take my axe and I just knock the door down. You just headbutt the door. <laughs> so your, your head cannot be damaged. I think we, we've already determined that. Um, okay, a, a dwarf who you guys actually haven't met before. It doesn't look familiar from your last... Probably judge yet. Again? Gorin? That's his oh, name? Uh, Gorin uh, is the name of the chief. Um, but a, a, a different dwarf that you haven't met before... Uh, from, from your last time in the town, uh, answers the door. And, uh, he says, uh, yes, can I, can I, can I help you guys? 
No, we're here to talk to Gordon. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, he didn't know it was you that called him. Yeah, Alan Ferguson. Yes, he is. Bye. He didn't have my phone number. That's why he called me. Who the hell was calling him? Yeah, you didn't have this phone number, it's only fair. So he's not coming? I guess. Uh, he, said, he said he would call me back. Okay. Um, okay, so he... he So this, this other dwarf answers the door, and uh, you, you ask to see Gorham. He says, oh, yes, uh, right this way. I'll show you in. Uh, says your friends wish to come in as well? I'll wait outside. Yeah, I'll go. Oh, I guess one of them. All right. Um, it leads you back into the, into the house. You, uh, it's, it's still quite smoky. Could always do without a stinky marine in the chief's house anyway. And, uh, yeah, him and, uh, Gorham, the, 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 the new dwarf who you hadn't met before, and Gorham are going over a map that looks like it has the, the Black Peaks. Um, looks like the Black Peaks is from your, your own map that you, that you guys have acquired. And they're kind of just going over, they were kind of going over it, and they have little, um, this one? you know, kind of markers, um, kind of laid out on it, things like that. And, uh, Gorham looks up from the map, and he says, I ask you again, uh, can I, can I help you with something? Yeah! I am so glad to say that you're finally going to resume your quest for real dwarven metals in the Black Peaks. Oh, uh, well, we never let this quest go completely by the wayside, um, but, uh, it seems more urgent than ever these days with, uh, the state of our community. Um, we actually came to deliver some dire news. What's, and, and what would that be? Uh, what, your, your name again was, uh, the Triax? Triax Con, mate. Yes, yes, well, what is this news? Follower of Sigmar. He says, he says, well, we, we, we follow Grunigi around here. I, uh, I hope you still pay your respects. So, that mine that you sold to Talca Herzan, mate. Oh, uh, yes, uh-huh. Uh, turns out that there was, you know, colony of goblins living there. Goblins? Yes. Goblins, you say? He slams his fist on the table. That's terrible! Goblins in our mine! We can't prove it, but we suspect that Talca lured them there deliberately. That Talca lured them there deliberately? Yes. What, why would Talca... She was a crafty one, but... I don't know why she would consort with goblins. They're, they're beneath even her. I lean over towards him and I say, um, it's because she's a witch. A witch, you say? I know. How do you know that? Um, I say, well, I probably shouldn't be telling you this, but um, our group has had run-ins with the forces of chaos before, and during our investigations we discovered that um, Tonka had been providing hidden support to one of the most notorious warlocks ever to be seen in the Empire. You don't say? Yes, someone who summoned demons and um, performed horrible ritual sacrifices. Jesus, that's that's terrible. Uh, do you, can I can I see your your evidence? Uh, uh sure. So you have I well, you have the letter that. from Etelka uh, to uh, to Johannes. Yeah. Okay, he he reads it over and he says, "That's even her handwriting." Uh, I say, we came into town because we were trying to figure out what she's up to. It didn't take us long to realize that um, uh, a tribe of goblins was living inside the mine that she purchased and raiding the surrounding countryside. We don't know what she's up to, but we've got to find out. 
He says, uh, yes, well, we never liked it, Telka. I mean, her, her bold was, her bold was true, but she was not. Yes, well, um, you must understand the townspeople know none of this. It would be disturbing to them to the extreme that they were to find out. Um, but nevertheless, we believe that we can, um, uh, implicate Atalka on criminal charges for having goblins in her mind. He says that it should be worse than criminal charges. She should be put to death. Um, now you're talking, mate. <laughs> but, goblins uh, in our mind. Uh, I'm not sure how this is going to play out, but we need to know if we can count on your assistance in the forthcoming struggle. Well, uh, what assistance with what? Well, first of all, we need to know everything that you know about that tower. He says, well, uh, um, designed it myself. Yes. Exactly. Tell you whatever it is you wish to know. Can you draw us uh, something on the floor plan and tell us about any secret passages or chambers that you put in? Uh, he says, oh, very well, but, uh, my, my memory is a little failing because that was a couple of years ago, but, uh... Well, just do the best you can. But, uh, I, mean, I can we certainly... could provide some alcohol if that would help refresh your memory. Uh, that's, uh, it's always as good at refreshing my memory. <laughs> what do you have? Uh, well, unfortunately, I used, I, uh, one of your friends drank the only bottle of wine I had on me, but I could go get you something. He says, uh, well... I don't drink that piss water they call wine around here. Give me a good, good strong ale. Might be a worthy cause, Triax. Do you like vodka, mate? <laughs> vodka? What, what is that? You've never had it? Alright, I bust out the bottle. <laughs> you have to try this mod. It looks like, it looks like water. I'm gonna be outside, right? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be working for a few minutes. Okay. It's mine to look like water, mate, but it sure doesn't taste like it. Well, let us try. All right, I pour him a glass. Um, that's like good vodka too, right? It is. Well, I don't have it here. All right, made the word in the game. Um, so the other dwarf, his name is Huckrin, and uh, he's sort of, he, as, um, he explains that he's sort of the explorer of the group, and um, he's returned to the village, and he's interested, he'd like to try some of this, uh, this, strange, sure. be- this strange beverage that you have. So there's this, uh, he kind of, Gorham smells it, this is stronger than, than brandy? Indeed. Well, you don't say. Uh, this is fit for a real dwarf, man. All right. He says, uh, well, to Gungi, to Gungi and Sigmar. Yes! May they, uh, may they live harmoniously in the world beyond. And he, uh, he, he downs his glass. He starts coughing. <coughs> he makes a coughing sound. He, uh, uh, he's a dwarf. That's that's good enough. For him. Uh, he's, uh, he gets it all down though. Oh, I understand. That is excellent. Well, <laughs> Kate doesn't. I'm telling you just in confidence that um, the first time I tried vodka, well, 
It's not a pretty sight. Ah, I'm sure not, lad. <laughs> lad such as yourself should uh, should stick with watered wine. Perhaps, but um, nevertheless, it was uh, quite an experience, let me tell you. I won't be forgetting it anytime soon. Uh, he says, well then, and uh, he starts to draw up uh, a uh, floor plan of the tower. And... It's um, it's two stories, and it's in the shape of a hexagon. Uh, it has a on the so there are uh, sort of six rooms, um, to the, and the whole thing has twelve rooms, right? Since it's two two uh, stories, each flat side of the wall has its own uh, room attached to it, and the center the center has a circular staircase in it. So it's a two story tower? It's two stories. It's a tower. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's called a tower, but it's not uh here, I'll show you this. It's really nothing is I don't think there's anything uh, particularly important on it that you can't see. But uh but I'm not gonna let you keep it. That's what it looks like. Ignore the numbers. So he he kind of just roughly tells you what each room was was designed for, but he doesn't. He's not sure exactly how she uses everything, but uh, the uh, um. You know, he says the most important room such he remembers was this bedroom and this library on the second floor. Where uh He also tells you that uh that she used to keep a halfling cook um as part of her staff. Used to. Yeah, well, he hasn't seen her in, you know, a year and a half. A uh, halfling, you say? Mm-hmm. What, um, male, female? Oh, uh, female. Um. Oh, she was probably in her 40s. Did you remember her name? No. the top floor. What about it? Uh, it says up two mirrors. Yeah. Um, she had these strange mirrors installed in this in this kind of upper area. Um, he's not entirely sure why. And honestly, 
as a GM, I'm not entirely sure why, but it helps you. It helps you kind of see out into the countryside without standing on top of the building, basically. So how big was your bottle of vodka? Three dwarves and a... uh, Well, I guess Nigel's not going to have any... So are three dwarves going to polish it off, or was, we it pretty, are. was it pretty big? I'll cross it off. It's going to be a while before I get another one, too. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not that common. But uh, well, you know where to go in Aldorf if you need to find one, right? Ah, that's true. There's the uh, the Kosar's return, or something Broken like Kosar. that. The lonely Kosar. Lonely Kosar, yeah. That's right. The lonely Kosar, where we didn't get into a bar fight because right. we were panties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lonely Kosar has a uh, has a has a selection of vodka. Um, does this tower have any windows? Um, they're not marked on the map. Yeah, just like right here is a window. That's a window. There's probably a similar one on the other side. It'll be. Oh, uh, it must be these things. Yeah. Yeah, sort of bay windows. Notice it says first floor. That's really the second floor, right? It's ground floor, first floor. Yeah, that's how, it, that how it's done. That's very British. Yeah. Um, do you know which bedroom was hers? Uh, yeah, he was explaining this. This is this bedroom. Um, you know, it's probably is is probably a pretty important room. Oh, there's two bedrooms. Let me let me double check that. Yeah, kind of how I was pointing out. The one without the window is uh, kind of her personal room. Um. And what did you say this room was? It's marked Dumpling's room on the map. Dumpling's room? Um, it's on the first floor. Uh, he says it was a pretty... They, he fur- they furnished it pretty plainly. It was some sort of servant's quarters, maybe. Was Dumpling the name Probably of the halfling. Yeah, he doesn't describe it as Dumpling's room. He describes it as, like, servant's room. What a horrible name. I have disappeared off the face of the earth, too. Well, you're not a halfling. <laughs> yeah, if your name is Dumpling, you better be a halfling. <laughs> um, well, excellent. This is a very good start. Um, this would be of invaluable assistance if it becomes necessary to um, sneak into our tower. If we need to bring the violence to Taka, can we come and ask for your help? Uh, certainly. I think we should be bringing the violence to Atelica right now. No, no, we've, I think we got to wait till these legal proceedings start to take shape. Legal proceedings. Well, uh, as you, as you will, but, uh, your news is very disturbing. Yes, but, um, 
Goblins. Are there any more goblins? We typed that we killed them all. Mm, well, well that is, that's good at least. We don't have to leave the immediately. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Uh, it's um. We we have to be too, we have to be careful with dealing with people like this. Um, if we act, if we if we mishandle this, uh, it's possible that. She might kill several of us before we can take her down, or even worse, that she might escape us. Hmm. So we have to be very careful about how we proceed. She won't escape us in the mountains. Well, she at least probably she wouldn't tell her friends. Yes, she's definitely not acting on her own. So, yeah. But um, it's good to know that we can count on your support. He says, You can count on my support, but uh, getting support from. Uh, my brethren here is a fickle business. We'll just tell them she has lots of alcohol. <laughs> it's worth a try. <laughs> Fortunately, the, the stoutest among our group has ab- abandoned us a while ago. Yes, I understand, but... Um, okay. Is there but a... even the most miserable weak dwarf is still a match for... Almost any uh, anything that she can she can probably muster for for five goblins at least certainly very well well we've got to be getting back to town but um, I thank you again for the uh, for the floor plan and we will definitely contact you when we learn more about what's going to happen best of luck in the black peaks mate right, says, uh, very well thank you Mister Mister Triax and uh, Mister Mister Lancaster he uh, shows you out. Uh, okay. We head back to town. Okay. What do you want to do there? Um, I think we're kind of out of stuff to do. Unless <laughs> we, we can of... figure out some other way to open the chest. What about the dagger? Maybe the dagger would do something. Maybe. That's a good, good idea. Bust out the dagger. Try like using the dagger to open the chest. Um, sort of like sticking it between the like into the wood, or try to like. Yeah. And it has a lock on it. Um, you know, it's it's not a padlock. It's like I just want to see how the I just want to see how the magical aura reacts when we try and like attack the chest with the dagger. Um, it it does you know it, it reacts like it does to a physical object, but. Uh, it seems that uh, kind of hacking at it with the dagger seems to very slightly weaken it. Can we try and like stick the dagger into the wood of the chest? Right, so that's what I'm talking about. It, it kind of moves to, to stop it from getting into the wood. Um, and, uh, you know, it weakens it a little bit, but it's not having a strong effect on it. But it's definitely, you can see an effect unlike with a standard object, like when you're hitting it with staff. It did nothing to it. Hmm. We should stick the dagger into the lock. But we've already picked the lock. I don't want to have to pick it again <laughs> when we finally dissolve your enchantments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the lock is, is too small to fit the dagger. You need, yeah. I mean, I guess you could get the very tip of it in there, but you couldn't like wedge the dagger into it. And what did the inscription say again? 
when you're wise enough to open this chest and you're powerful enough. Wise and powerful. I don't think wise really is... I think this is much... Power Power is much more important to the equation than wise at this point, it seems to me. Like, there's no, like, riddle or anything on the chest. You can always take it up to Father Robshun and have him soul fire to death. I guess many times as possible. That's not a bad idea. You know, especially once I can start casting lightning bolts. Double, double go to town on it. That'll get it open. When you are powerful and cunning enough to open this chest, its rewards will be well deserved. Professor Archibald. Um... We're just going to end up jerking it until we get news of Ataka. I think so, yeah. Okay, so how many days are you waiting at this point? Well, we'll see what happens by tomorrow. I mean, if we don't hear from the magistrate by tomorrow morning, we'll go up and ask him what's going on. Okay, uh, you don't hear from him in the morning, so you go to ask him what's going on. Oh, another day. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, he's there, and he says that uh, this afternoon the council is going to convene and discuss uh, what to do and he's this is day three of our four days that we have to wait anyway right um, sure I'm letting Jeff keep track of that um, uh, so they're going to meet this afternoon and discuss you know he's he's finished looking up all the all the details of it and he's going to present it to the council this afternoon okay uh, he told us that he had to wait on the 21st, and it is currently the 24th. Yeah, so that's this is day three. Okay. okay. There hasn't been news of any attacks. There been? has not been news of attacks, yes, I would have let you know, <laughs> had there been. Um. Okay, so the... Uh, right, I'd spend the day, like... Going back through those books that Tugan had and just studying them and see if they can learn anything. I was thinking of sailing up the river and visiting all the farms and asking for uh, a crate of wheat from all of them for saving their farms. Well, there's only the two, the only farms that you can reach by river are the two that we went to. All the rest of them are inland. There might be one or two in the other river that you could reach to, actually. But of the like 20 farms, probably 12 or 15 you have to walk to. I'm not sure how well they'd react either to a dwarf showing up saying, I saved your farm. Can, I have, of, can I have a crate of wheat? <laughs> I mean, news travels slow to those outlying farms. I mean, they're not going to just know that what you did, right? I mean, you could consider the the barrel of wheat as dwarven protection. <laughs> you wouldn't want anything bad to happen to your farm. It looks like this board here might be coming down. <laughs> Try actually extortionist. <laughs> I didn't really think that was your style. Got a career change uh, in mind here? Is that what's going on? I think extortionist is a uh, thug, I guess. Would be thug like, is definitely. Yeah. Uh, Alright, I guess we'll jerk it until the afternoon. Yeah, I, I spend the time reading through those books that you can have. Okay. I haven't done that. I didn't need to do that. You're more familiar with them. I'm trying to remember what exactly they were. They were uh, 
You picked the ones that they were like, it was like summoning demons. Some of them had some of them were written in like some other language and they had lots right. of like notes and stuff that were right. in mm-hmm. Reichspiel. So I yeah, you I never actually read through any of them, but mm-hmm. right now. Um yeah, so you get an idea that those symbols are um sort of special demonic symbols and, and it's kind of referenced in there and there's some explanation of them and uh, you can kind of get a feeling of how those might be pronounced, but without someone actually pronouncing it in front of your face, it's it's not really easy. But uh, but uh, those symbols have like particular kind of demonic sounding sounds that go with each symbol. And when you string a few of them together, you can get a demon's name, which apparently, according to the books, is an important uh, component to summoning one. Is that, and that's what, both, that's what the books are about? That's what those books are about, yeah. Okay. Different aspects of that are covered in them. Right, but well, they I also have, like, procedures for summoning demons. Like, I try to familiarize there. myself with the meanings of the various syllables and so on, so that if I hear them, I can, might be able to figure out what they mean. Okay. Um, and, uh... Um, yeah, you also, the, uh, the... Sorry, I'll just be like... The uh, symbols on the dagger are those type, those same type. Oh, can I use it to like translate the symbols on the dagger? Uh, yeah. In fact, in fact, you can. I don't think it'll be much useful, <laughs> of much use to you now that you've like completed that adventure. <laughs> but if you had done this once upon a time, uh, in fact, I didn't bring the shadows of Repoganoff and <laughs> campaign with me, so I can't tell you what it means. But uh, it, uh, um. You could have kind of used that as another piece of evidence. And basically, it, as I recall, it says something about um, uh, um, I don't know. It, it links it to show that the that the dagger was involved in summoning demons. Oh. I don't. I can't remember the specifics of it, but uh, it would allow one to to kind of show that. Uh, that the dagger was sort of a demonic dagger. Does Nigel know that Zinch's curse is Zinch's curse? Um, not specifically tied to Zinch, no. But that it's of chaotic origin. That yeah, messing around with magic is messing around with chaos. Has Nigel heard of Zinch? Um, definitely. Yeah. At this point, yeah. <laughs> so you can just be like, "Hey, Zinch, bring it into this dimension." What do you mean? Well, you know his name, so you can attempt to summon him. Oh. <laughs> well, knowing the name is one small component, and, and being opening a, a, a gate wide enough to, to bring a lord of chaos through it is, uh, well, that requires the, the sort of things that the people in Bogotafen were doing. <laughs> so right, like you, need, you, you need, like, a group of seven people who are all chanting and the ritual sacrifices to, to consecrate temples. Sort of ungodly casting role. Yeah. That's why they were trying to do it in that place beneath the, the sewers because they got double their casting dice on down there. So they had a much better chance of success. Right. Like if you if you spend a lot of time like consecrating an area you can, you know, make it easier to do something big and horrendous. Okay. So uh moving right along, what's uh what's next on your agenda? Uh, we're still just waiting to see what results from the legal proceedings. Okay. Make our next move. Uh, yeah, so they, 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 they produce a, a legal document that requires her to, uh, report to the, report to the, uh, town council with, uh, you know, and, and it, it's this sort of long drafted letter that talks about how goblins have been, uh, 
found in her mine and that she's going to be held responsible for a portion of the damages that they caused and that she needs to come to town and report and it gives her like five days to come to report. Okay. And uh, they say, yes, this will be posted on her wall, on her door. And uh, So uh, when is that going to happen? Um, so, so, well, I'll... Uh, so, uh, um, the... Uh, they haven't they apparently haven't thought it through in, in great detail, but within a day or day or two. Um, considering the situation, uh, we'd like to be present when that occurs, or perhaps carry it out ourselves. We would, absolutely. As well, like, perhaps you could post for us then. Sounds like a capital idea. It does. We want the Talca to know that we're involved. We want the Talca to think that we are agents working on behalf of the town. Hmm, okay. Not uh, just some independent <laughs> group of adventurers. Right. Um, uh, yes, and they, they, they agreed to pay your, your uh, 20 crowns at this point. Like, the, that was uh, another thing that came out of their meeting. Sweet. So 10 crowns apiece, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Alan's, Alan's busy working. <laughs> no show, no dough. <laughs> Split it two ways. Yeah. There's nothing left for you. Oh, <laughs> um, well, you have to see at some point. <laughs> uh, I guess it splits three ways with one crown remaining per Zed and one many. So they get like half a crown. They get ten shillings. No, they each get one yeah, crown. We, get, we, we each get six. six. Oh, okay. I can live with that. So can I. Not being flat broke is awesome. Alright, fine. Okay, I so uh, the will of the party in this situation. Um, yeah, uh, you have their character sheets, right? You should add a crown to each of them. Yeah, I'll take care of that at the end when I add some experience for them. Did we miss any? Did I miss anything? Um, the dwarves drew us a map of the tower and promised us that they would help us if we go up there and attack them. Are you serious? We translated the runes on the, the magic dagger. Oh, who did that? Who do you think? Oh, you know, it was No. That's a mess. What about the, the rooms of the day, or mean? Well, uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you because it's in the Shadows of Robogenhofen manual. You guys are so far past the point where, you know, it was relevant so that I don't have it. Mean it, it means anything. It means, yeah, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it's, uh, it's something that talks about demonic power, and it, you, basically it lets you know that the uh, the, 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 dag- the dagger is of demonic origin and is used for demonic purposes. Well, I don't remember the de- exactly the wording on it, but that's what it kind of tells now me. Now it's used to fight for good. <laughs> At least so far. Okay, so, uh, uh, yeah, um, make a, so, let's see, who was talking to Jodicus mostly? Uh, me. Yeah, alright, uh, make a charm test. Mm, I fail by no degrees. Fail no degrees. Um, he uh, he offers to pay you guys uh, three shillings each to to post it on her door and to hand it to her if she's if she's available. Okay. 
We could do that for free. <laughs> um, I absolutely take the three shillings. All right. He seems he seems to be trusting you guys a little bit more than he did when you first showed up in town. Big mistake. Building up our reputation. All right. Uh, so he gives us the document, and he gives gives you the document. Okay. I say, oh, excellent. Um, well, it's pretty late in the day now. We'll head up there first thing tomorrow. So has it been like? It's, four it's like days? in the afternoon. Has it been like four days? Uh, no, but it's been three days. Oh, they they it. it would be early evening. They they had their council meeting and they agreed to pay you at this point. Spend the night Very nice. nice. Um, uh, I have a couple things I want to do before we head up there. Anyway, uh, me too. Me too. We'll head up there first thing tomorrow. <laughs> okay, what are you guys doing? Push ups. <laughs> <laughs> I head back to the boat. I want to. Uh, I want to read old. over the document. No, no sparring with your with your Finding marine partner. Oh, that deadly. I'll let me spar with Brutus though. if he wants to train for PRs. Looking for mates and sergeants. After mates and sergeants in. Uh, mates and sergeants. Um, you still don't care, do you? About what? Whether what you're a mate or a sergeant. <laughs> I prefer sergeant. Um, so sergeant is more of a military career. A mate is is like a ship. The captain, it's the one that goes along the captain, right? Yeah. Okay. I would prefer uh, Yeah, finding mates is probably, you could like, you know, keep tabs on ships going through the docks and trading. Uh, you could probably find a mate that way. Finding a sergeant in this town, probably not going to happen. There's really no military presence here. Okay. Well, if you count us. <laughs> yeah. We are the military. <laughs> you guys are the military presence, yeah. I'll just borrow Well, maybe if, you, maybe if you wait another week for the... Uh, for the Imperial troops to come down from Altdorf, you could find a sergeant. Alright, so I want to read over the document that you hand this very carefully. Okay. I kind of explained it already. Alright, I want to alter the part where it says she has five days to show up, to the, so, so it says that she has one day to show up. Well, it's not written in pencil. I know. How are we going to alter it? It's I like have a writing kit. You, you want to copy the whole thing? and, and You're a forger, forge it? I mean, you could copy the whole thing and... and Change that one thing. Can I just like make a little alteration to the five so it looks like a one? It would look messy. I mean, you um, could you could cross it out, write a one, and then like <laughs> sign it as the other, as the person's name down at the bottom. That's sort of the way that's typically done. Turn into a five into a one. You can turn it into a three. Oh, turn it into three. Fives turn into sixes really well. Um, other than that, we they don't, don't want to get more. <laughs> 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 Turning it into a you one is much harder. Twenty-five days. Yeah, one hundred and fifty days. Fives also turn into eights quite well. There's a five, and then you turn into a three like that. Yeah, that kind of does work. Um, I'm going to turn it into a one, and I'm just going to be okay with the fact it's going to look a little messy. Okay. You're just going to be like... Right. Uh, it, it looks like big and block, like a big blocky one. Yes, yeah, big blocky <laughs> one. Yes. Right. Okay. They want to emphasize that there's one, one, one day's to come. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's, that's <laughs> a, you, you, put, you cross off the S. No, you don't right. cross off the S. You put it in parentheses. <laughs> Like this is a this is a form that they use yeah, all yeah. their summonings, and so they, they <laughs> no, I just scratch out the S. No, you parentheses yes, man. Come on. 
that's not really a legal thing that's done in the Empire. <laughs> no. Not really. Not at all. That's that's more for like when you have a form. Yeah, I understand. But they don't have forms. I, they hand right, they handwrite each one. Look like the continuation of the Y. You know, so it's like uh, Y, and then kind of, yeah. Okay. Um, Alright, is there like a skill that... Make a, make a read-write test. Let's see how well you do on this. There is... Uh, I rolled a 25, so I probably made it. That's an advanced skill, so I think it's just going to use your intelligence, right? Um, read-write, yeah, so I made it with a degree of success. Okay. Uh, Alright, it looks as... Good as you can, you know. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's a long document. It's a small. It's a small detail in the course of the long document. Okay. Uh, yes. So that's that's done. What else did you guys want to do? Some sparring and yep. call it a night. I guess senior sergeant's like a thousand miles away. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> did you want to ask on the docks, like, to see if there's a boat with a mate on it that's parked for the night? Uh, rather find a sergeant. Oh, all right. But if it comes to that, I'll be me. me. Okay. You have the experience. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the next morning arrives. All right, we head up to the top of his house. Okay. Um, do I have to like join the military to enter a sergeant? No, uh, no. You just need to have a sergeant train you. Oh, okay. Man, you're just a uh, wanted man tonight. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, okay, so you guys head off, um, the, and uh, the three of you um, head up the road to the tower and make it there in kind of standard five hours. All right, we've never actually been up the road to the tower. Oh, you haven't been up the road, but you're at the junction of the road. Oh, well, we head up the road. We're wearing out that path quite well. Yeah, you guys definitely know that that very well, and. Now you know all the names of the trees and the birds so <laughs> on your way up there. So well, maybe try next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so there's a path that uh, uh, leads goes you know around some rocks and things. It's it's the the tower is up a small uh, bit of hill from the from the main road, and um, so this is about one in the afternoon. Um, and, uh, when you get, when you get, uh, when you get around the last bend, you can see the, the tower about a mm, hundred yards from the bend, and you can all make perception tests at that point. Great, our super perceptors were gone. Uh, I fail. I fail. By less than a degree. I fail that a lot. Uh, I fail. Um... Yeah. Um, okay, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Okay. All right. You uh, you guys head up to the to the front front door. Yep. Okay. Um, as you approach, you see that um, there is a goblin sleeping outside the front door. Uh, we have. Uh, I, I said assassinate it. No, and you you I'll can assassinate it. You you guys can make uh, move silently. Uh, Zero three. Actually, roll really well. Not as well as I did. I make a willpower test. I fail. I charge the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no uh, fortune point. No. Okay. 
Uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> you guys spot this goblin as you uh, as you get about halfway there. Tribes call, calls out something in his dwarven tongue and draws his axe, goes charging in. Do you guys want to do anything? Die, goblin scum! I say. Don't say that in dwarvish or in. <laughs> Apparently, dwarves all have stuff in their mouth when they talk. I say, have <laughs> alcohol. Cut <laughs> his tongue and feed it to the pigs, trash. Um. Okay, he. Uh, let's see. Uh, so you're 50 yards. You can't make it 50 yards in a round, can you? No, not even close. Okay. Um. Yeah, it wakes up uh, to your to your cry. And uh, kind of groggily stands to its feet, and that's what it does, and it's round. So how how far are you, are you away from after that? All right, I make it 24. Okay. We follow him. Okay, so we you're almost halfway there. So the next round, I run another 24. Yeah, you'll be like just a few yards <laughs> away at the end of the at the end of the uh, second round. Um, uh, there's sort of a high pitched uh, squeal, and it runs it into the tower. Uh, the the uh, the door is just ajar, actually. And it, it was just sitting ajar, and it runs into the tower. Okay, harboring goblins in your mind is one thing. But in your house, that's got to be so illegal that they haven't even written the law harsh enough. <laughs> okay, uh, so you, you make it up, up there. Are you guys running after him at this yeah, point? Okay, of course. All right, right on his heels. You have no trouble keeping up then. <laughs> um, okay, um... You make it up to the door, and you hear clattering up the, going up the stairs, and there's a central um, stairway, spiral staircase that goes at the center of this tower. Right. He'll run up the stairs. Okay. Um, in the uh, in this uh, at the bottom of the stairs are two sleeping goblins that are kind of waking up. Oh well, never mind then. Um, and uh, he's like he kind of shouts something at them and continues up the stairs, and. Uh, so they're kind of getting to their feet. They uh, they actually have weapons and armor uh, like lying next to them, and they kind of they're they're standing up and drawing their weapons. By the time you get, by the time you get there, <laughs> Triax is charging them. Okay, the armor's not going to help them much unless they pick it up and hold it in front of them. Well, they're they're um, they're actually wearing their armor. It's just leather armor. Oh, okay. Um, so they grab their weapons and grab their shields. Okay, uh, so there's there's two. You want to go for? Uh, you want to charge them? Yeah. All right. They're they're. Uh, um. Yeah. Go ahead. You'll you'll be first this time. We'll just put we'll cut you off at the end of the round. Uh. Wow. That's a fumble. That is definitely a fumble. You roll ninety nine. Yeah. So I fumbled by one. Okay. So you add one to a d ten roll. Don't roll a ten. Three. Uh, three. That's, that's pretty good. Um, you extend your arm a bit too far when making the attack. Opponents have plus five to hit against you for the next round. That's as low as they go. <laughs> um, all right. They. Uh, so we're we're going to go on to the next round unless. Uh, 27 uh, is my initiative. Can we act in this round? If we can, I'm firing a magic dart at him. <coughs> if we can't, I'll fire magic No, we'll, 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 we'll start round. with initiative at the top of at the top of this next round. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. Their initiative is 25. So All right, a fire magic. That is Nigel, you're first. Uh, I'll probably have to move up, so I'll move up if I do it. Okay, I succeed. <laughs> For minimum damage. How much is that? Four. Four. Uh, did, did, you, did you give me a hit location? Head. Uh, I actually did. That actually was damage. Some of those bees again. I sent them at the goblin. I'll work on that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Not sure exactly how that happened, but. Uh, Brutus. Oh, sorry. I missed. Alright. Um, one of the goblins attacks Triax. That's a hit if you want to Not dodge. Three and a God, I need to raise that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you raise your toughness to the max already? Yes. Uh, does uh, ten damage to the head. left arm. Uh, that is your shield. That is that the shield arm. That does one damage. Alright. Uh, the other one attacks. Eights and nines everywhere. Uh, the other one can't find an opening in your... your Stance. Okay, you're not there. Brutus. Oh shit, I'm actually Brutus freaking frenzied. I have minus 10 to my weapon skill. Brutus hasn't done yet. I did. Uh, that's that right. Uh, and you have like plus 2 strength and plus 2 wounds. Yep, plus 2 strength, plus 2 wounds, minus 10 weapon skill. Yep. I've gone, so I think we're back to the top. Unless there's other people in that we are not aware of. Yeah. You hear, um, so when, when the goblins are. Let's see, after the goblins, then it's Triax. Oh. Yeah. Did Triax go? No, Triax goes not. before Brutus? It's at the end of the it's round. It's the end of the round. So Brutus is one gone. I've gone. The goblins gone. gone by you. Okay. Goblins gone by you this round. You, you got there first, so I gave you I gave you an attack at the end of that round. All right, I switched attack to goblin. Okay. I miss him. And I hit him. In the head. Okay. I hit him in the head. Probably going to try to parry with its shield. Do you have a slow weapon? or a he does I do have weapon. a slow weapon. Oh. How, how slow is it? Ten. Ten. Uh, I hit him He's going to want to parry. I hit him for seventeen. For seventeen, <laughs> he'll try to parry. So he has plus ten. He's parrying with a shield. He parries. Seventeen. I parried for ten. Can you even parry for that much? How does a shield parry for 10? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The shield is not parry for 11. You don't add your strength. No, no, I wasn't adding the strength. I thought I was thinking of parrying with a weapon, but he parried with a shield. He has a D10 weapon. He has a D10 weapon, yeah. Can I take that weapon? I mean, it's a goblin sword, you know. But it does D10 damage. It's true. It does D10 damage. It's better than... Well, in... Can I just, like, sell it? I'm sure that thing's worth a fortune. It's not worth a... Well, how much is a sword worth? Like, three bucks or something? I don't know. I it's no, it's, ten, it's like, like ten bucks. Yeah. If it does D10. Well, I think a sword does, like, D8. No, a sword does D10. Oh. And it's worth uh, 15 crowns. Oh, my God. We're taking this freaking sword. Well, it's, it's kind of a short sword, and because it rolls a D10 doesn't mean that it does D10 damage, right? It could have a... could be, like... 
a penalty to their strength bonus or something. Oh. Just uses it, it just uses a D10. Oh, it's it's not a weapon that's in there because it's a goblin weapon. Okay, it's a D10 for just goblins. So, so it rolls a D10 for parrying, so they get the penalty on damage, but not on parrying. No, he, he parried with the shield. I understand, but if you were to parry with it, that weapon doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, it doesn't. What <laughs> happens when you convert the rules over? You probably should make it a D8 weapon. Um, well, I, I always figured. In the typical terms, like smaller creatures, so he's using what a large shield, small small shield. Um, The they have the equivalent would be a small shield, but it would still. I mean, if you guys were using it, but like it still gives a minus ten to opponents' weapons. Goblins are like children; they use like child-sized weapons, right? right? I don't know. Don't worry about it. We don't have to get into the detail of goblin weapons, like a little beyond the scope. Well, I want to know how much I can sell for. You know, when we take them, um, you sell them to children. It's basically a short sword. Like okay, you sell can... them to Okay, that's going to be a critical hit. Is it an impact? It's not. Uh, the critical rolls on eighty. It's... The flail will eventually be impact, but. Oh, what are you using? using Battle axe. Oh, I thought you had a morning star. You could have rolled a fresh critical with that as well, but you didn't have to. Oh, it would be less. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't get to. Okay, 80 something? It's 80, 80 on the dog. You're eventually going to use a flail? Eventually, yes. And uh, so a one handed flail and a sword breaker or something? A one handed flail and a parrying dagger. A buckler. Or a buckler. Yeah. What was the hit location? Head. head. Slashing to the head. Lucky. I think the buckler is just better than the parrying dagger. I like the sword breaker though. If your opponent's using a sword, that can be really devastating. Uh, yeah, I hope it works on any edged weapon. Um, your slash cuts into the lower head, severing half of the jaw. The shock causes your opponent to fall to the ground, where he lies still and helpless. So the parrying didn't help out too much for him. No, well, in fact, it went right through his shield, <laughs> aimed into his jaw. <laughs> yeah, he, he would he. He would have gotten a worse critical than that. He's still technically alive. So, <laughs> and the, well, the parry helped that. Not for that. In that regard. So it started the next turn. Unless there's other people that go... No. You hear there. you hear some clattering and, and, and kind of shouting and, and, and stuff upstairs. But uh, but you don't... Um, but there's no one coming downstairs. I find Italia is like, good thing we cleaned out all these goblins for you. <laughs> oh, by the way, here's... You can buy a lot of harbor goblins for your wine. Yeah. Not to mention... No, go ahead. Okay, yeah. Nigel, do your worst. Uh, there's one left. channel. CC cast. Gosh. Uh, 11. Two... The body. Okay. Okay. Uh, Brutus. Swift attack. Missed by one. Zero three, he dies. He does die. Ah, <laughs> alright. Two dead. <laughs> one round. That's a successful round. Alright, yes. The, the, the dagger just sort of slips in between his ribs. And uh, just almost having a mind of its own, it works its way in there, and the goblin just its eyes roll up in its head, and it falls over dead. Uh, as it falls out, you leave this huge gaping wound in its chest. It's just sort of sputtering blood. <laughs> it's nasty. Um, 
the uh, the dagger feels really warm in your hands afterwards, and uh, you can make a toughness test with plus thirty. Oh my god! At this point, I'm going to stop using it. You can give it to Zed now. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can. make it right on the nose. All right, there's sixty-one. There's no other effect. Or I have thirty-one toughness. All right, I'm not going to use. <laughs> Did I? Is my character aware that he had to make a toughness test? Or you, but you felt you on? felt something going on, like the dagger had like a mind of its own as it went into his chest, and then it felt warm, and you kind of had this uh, sort of kind of giddy feeling course through your body. I quick draw out my toughness and put away the dagger. <laughs> um, you can't put away the dagger this round. You can quick draw and put. Some oh yeah, you're right. Okay, well they are both dead. Um, you, you can hear some shuffling and scurrying going around up the stairs, but uh, perhaps we should come back with the dwarves. I don't think this. Fred, I don't think our frenzy character is going to allow us to do that. Yeah, you, I guess, can leave and come back with the dwarves. It's your action, Triax. Uh, he runs up the stairs. Okay. Um, there are uh, four goblins at the top of the stairs. Two of them have bows, and uh, they unleash upon you. As you come up there. Uh, you have a... Does your shield give you a... a, a it, bonus? Does. it does. It does. Minus 10. Minus 10, minus 10 weapon skill. That's actually relevant. Okay, only one of them hits. You can can't, you dodge, you no, can't, you can't dodge a dodge bow. 10 plus 3 for 12. I didn't give you a hit location, did I? To the leg. The okay. right leg. Okay. Um, so there's so there at the to- at the top of the stairway there's a, a landing at the second where the second floor is. Do we have that little map that was drawn? I probably have my maximum amount. I think there's a landing at the top. Um, can't imagine what actually else, can't imagine what else there would be. It, yeah, I think there's a, there's a there's a hallway that allows you to walk into the different rooms around the edge. It's right? like uh, no, it's like a balcony from what I from what I can see. Like the stairway goes up to a balcony that runs all along the right, balcony. and then there's a doorway along yeah along each one. Okay, so there isn't a landing exactly. Right, so they're the just at the at the top of the stairs basically. Um, and there's uh, kind of two of them. Two of them are crouched down with um, swords and shields, and uh, the two behind them have have bows. Uh, in the background, you can see that there's one more, but he can't get up there because there's not enough room. Oh, okay. Um, and the guy behind is a little bit odd-looking. He's a little bit—he's a goblin for sure. Uh, and he, but he's tall for a goblin. Like he must be, oh, a good five foot two or so. Um, I thought goblins are like three feet tall. Uh, goblins are usually in the like low four foots. Oh, okay. Uh, so this guy's about a foot taller than, than your typical goblin. And he's wearing a red dress, as well as jewelry. He's got, like, a necklace on. like a. Is it possible that it's a female goblin? Uh, goblins, just in general, are sort of asexual. They don't really... There really aren't male and female goblins. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense. They don't usually... Like, you've seen... You know, you've fought with, you know... Tens of goblins in your past. You've never seen one out of wear women's clothing. Target number one acquired. Cut a hole through these. The dress items. seems ill-fitting. Like it's far too big for him. Okay. <laughs> <Great goblin. laughs> 
of the most bizarre NPCs that I've seen in the campaign. Um, okay. Until yeah. I turned herself into the um, yeah, and, uh, and and he says, uh, Stop! Stop them! Don't let them up the stairs! Oh, it's a guy's voice? Yeah, it's kind of a guy's voice. Um, okay, so you... Uh, yeah, you can't you can't charge up the stairs. It's, it's too difficult, like, climbing the stairs. You have to kind of, like, move up the stairs. Can you move up and attack? If you have the... Uh, if, you, if you can move... If you can move that far. How far? Well, how far do you move? Uh, six yards. Six yards. Mm, no. All right. You can't get up to the top. He'll run up to the top then. Um, sh- sure. They're going to have plus twenty to hit you. He'll move up to the top. <laughs> well, the archers will have minus twenty. That's true. Uh, the archers already one don't do a lot archers... of damage unless they roll really well, and yeah. two already have problems getting through the shield. Okay. I don't think those guys are going to be hitting you unless they heavy attack you. Which they might. Yeah, minus twenty. Um. Yeah, I'll give them. I'll give them minus twenty to their. Uh, to their shooting if they shoot at you. Maybe that's right. Are you going to run? Wait, can you make it to the top if he double moves? Um, so, yeah, moving twice is how far? I mean, 12 yards. 12 yards. Yeah, that's just about enough. Yeah, you could just double move to the top. All right, he'll do that. Okay, so it would be no bonuses or penalties. Um, so then we go to the top with Nigel. So, can I see them from the bottom of the stairs? No, so you have to go about halfway up the stairs before you can see them. They're like on a balcony, right? Right. So... I guess you could walk underneath to the other side of the room to look up at them, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it's The railing The railing is not like a solid piece of wood. So, yeah. Um, They'd have some cover, but your, but your, uh, your weapon doesn't really care about that. I'm gonna go over to the other side of the room and open the door that's over there. Okay. What 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 room number is that? Or what's what, the dining what's room? It, what's it labeled as? It's labeled as the dining room. Okay. Although it's possible that the reception room would be closer to opposite of the top of the stairs. The dining room is opposite bottom of the stairs. Whichever one's opposite the top of the stairs. So I can okay. The top of the stairs the is desk. by the room Nick labeled closet. So you start, you walk into the main area, you take a right, you go up the stairs, and then when you get to... Um, oh, so the, the dining room would be closer then. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to see the top of the stairs, you would want to be standing in front of the door to the dining room. Yeah, okay. Yeah, i got to open the door to the dining room. Okay. Assuming it's not already open. Um, it's ajar, but okay. it's not open. Um, there's a large wooden table in there. Uh, there's... Eight high-backed wooden chairs that are large and not made for goblins, obviously. Um, there's sort of cabinets and stuff all around, but the whole place is sort of strewn with just sort of stuff. There's like some of the just like some knives and forks on the ground, uh, some broken plates. The cabinet doors are open, and there's like a couple plates left, but most of them are gone. And some of the some of the drawers are are just so there's sitting knives there and forks lying around. Mm-hmm. Are they silver? Uh, well, possibly. Are you melting that shit down? We don't have to melt it down. Silver cutlery is friggin' expensive. Yeah. Okay. Wait, don't we have? Don't we each have a set of silver cutlery? No, we each have a set of metal cutlery. I have like wood cutlery. Well, I'm definitely like taking a set just for my personal use. If you want to, I don't know. Silver cutlery is probably worth selling. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really care if it's silver, as long as it's not wood. I just don't want to get splinters in my teeth. Brutus. I'll double move up to the top. Okay. Um, the goblins go. So I want to kind of duck behind the door after I open it. Can I move up in eight yards to the top? Um, no, it takes uh, twelve yards. Is about right. Where's the uh, action distance there? Is there any way to like move and defensive move? Or uh, if it, if you had an action left, you could parry and stance. Maybe I'll spend a fortune point. You could do that. You could spend a fortune point to it. Right, one of them, one of one of them hits you if you wish to dodge. So you did you move right out of dodged? You dodged? No. Okay. Is eight clank clank everywhere Pink. everywhere <laughs> wow all right the other one the other one attacks you since you were there there's four of them right well there's two archers two archers two archers uh, and two sword sword boards yet um, hmm. fire into melee or should they uh, draw their other weapons um, well they can't really get into the melee it's just too it's kind of narrow so uh, they'll shoot into melee possibly hitting the Uh, so an arrow hits you. Okay. Um, D10 plus 3. Uh, clank. <laughs> Go goblins. Um, that's all their attacks. Attacks. Uh, swift attack on in front of them. Okay. What you need to do is hit them once. Uh, that's a... That's not a fury. It's a second... Tier thing. Alright, he dies. <laughs> wow. Where's the deck? Probably not on the table. So, what is the second tier of Ulrich's Fury? Max damage. Max damage and the secondary effect on the card. Plus well, what's it called? Is it just called the it's second called, tier of Ulrich's Fury? Fury? It's just Ulrich's Fury. It's Ulrich's Fury. Just a minor, a more minor version of it. I don't know. I didn't ever came up with a name for it. Well, the damage is going to be 19. 19, probably plus D3. a little bit. Yeah, usually plus one or two. Uh, it's to the body, uh, plus two, so it's 21 to the body. 21 to the body. All right, I'm not even going to look that up. You, <laughs> you cleave him in half. All right, I attack the, the other guy next to Brutus. The abdomen <laughs> gore is just not that relevant. No. Uh, this is the card that, that you drew against that poor farmer. I hit him even with the minus 10. Yeah, you do boatloads of damage, though. He does do boatloads of damage. Well, he's... 17. Whirling that D12. To the... Good to him so far. To the 60... 17 to the body. Two for the Fury. I know, but D12 is so random. Though. Yeah, that's true. What's that? 17 to the body of the second goblin. 17. All right, he'll actually roll his parry. Theoretically. Stop that. He's got plus 10. Yeah. Uh, it's not enough. Alright, um, he goes down in a heap. Okay. Um, next round. Carving our way through goblins. Next round. Go ahead. I'll fire a magic dart at the guy in the dress. I want to do it kind of from behind the door if possible. Uh, it does not succeed. Alright. He takes 
11 to the arm. The zone? Um, okay. Hey, what's up? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, um, the, uh, well, Brutus got I'll charge the guy in the red dress. Uh, you can't, because there's, there's, like, other eyes in between you and him. But we killed those guys. There's still two, there's two, there's still two, two more. Oh. Oh, and they're just blocking the... Yeah, they're standing at the top of the stairs, like, a little bit, like, a few steps back. Alright, I'll move up and... To charge that. No, uh, maybe not charge them. Can I, like, Are you in that horrible... One space away can't charge his own. Yeah, probably. Can I bust through those guys and uh, up next to the right? Yeah, I mean, it's like an opposed strength test. I'm sure I can outstrength these guys. You just have to outstrength one of them. Okay, I have to outstrength one of them, right? Yeah. All right. Just pick one as you try to bowl. Yeah, I try to bowl. Nice. Three degrees of success. Uh, you made his test too, but not with three degrees. Okay, you push through. All right, I go. On. Right. I, with my second action, I'll go up next to the guy. Okay. Uh, he's he's got a he's got a sword. It's like a bigger sword than the other goblins were using. Bring kind it of to match, kind of to match up with it. Um, it looks like it's two handed. Using it with two hands. Um. Okay, the goblins go. What are I always think people with ropes are like spellcasters, so they help. <laughs> It's like, he's got like full plate mail underneath. It's not a robe, it's a dress. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a two-handed sword and a dress. <laughs> yeah. Well, the dress well, is clearly meant for a telka or something. Alright, he just thought it looked nice. probably meant for the halfling cook. Uh, the, um... If it's too big for a five-foot-two goblin, it's gotta be too big for he a said, he Did said he said it was too big? big? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. alright, maybe it was I'm that. sure it was a telka's. I'm sure she had to pay it to him as part right. of the price for the, sure. goblin. the, the, the goblin. The, the goblin in the dress is still here. She's still here. And hits to the leg. She may not even be here anymore. Zero. Oh, I dodged. Alright, he attacks again. He hits okay, to the head. Dudley Goblin. Okay. Charge through these guys and kill this goblin. Those. All right, I will. Thirteen to the head. Okay. Very with your cutlass. I'll parry with my cutlass. I could parry with my shield. What kind of weapon is he using? There's Two-handed no, sword. There's no mm-hmm. modifiers. Right Two-handed there. sword is D10. Is it slow or anything? Plus two normally. Let me look at that. A bunch of the two-handed weapons slow. are. Yeah, yeah the great sword is the exception. It's D10 plus two plus the strength. And it has no modifiers. It has two crit types. Yeah, just has it just does extra damage basically. It's got a pretty good crit range. Uh, D10 plus two. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah. So if I pair with that's my shield, one I damage better than a lose well. an action. That's got to be a specialist weapon, or I just can't attack. It's two handed, so it's specialist two handed. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the difference if I sp- if I pair with my shield, I get my turn, but I can't attack. Right. If you only get one action, you only one get half action on your a turn. half action, regardless of how you parry. Mm-hmm. If you parry with your weapon, you can use that one action to take one of your two attacks. If you use your wet shield, you can't do that. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, you can't parry, and you can't possibly get both of your attacks, even if you hit with your first one. 
Uh, swift right. attacks is a full round. No, action. not swift attacks. But, so, but would you get your second attack if you did not swift attack and still hit with your first one? Yes. Okay. Your attack score isn't changed. Your attack score is actually temporarily reduced by one if you parry with a shield. No, it's. it's well, hold on a second. If you parry at all, your attack score is reduced by one. Oh, so you, you couldn't get your second. So you, no, you couldn't get your second. I attack. will parry with my shield. Unless you oh, had three, right. unless you had three attacks, then you could get two. And it's a good thing I parry with my shield. Okay. So, I so you reduce it by whatever your by shield. Eight. So it does. Reduce by two. He didn't, uh, didn't tell you how much damage it did, did he? Yeah, I did. He did. It was 13. 13. Oh, 13. Otherwise, I wasn't prepared. Uh, so I take 11 minus so it's 4. Okay. Um, the other goblins. Um, they still have their bows out. Yeah. They're going to they're going to spend... Well, they have a clear shot at the dwarf. Um I think you guys are all like in a melee, basically. So they, they, no, the dwarves they were, they were, they're not in a couple melee. feet behind. Although they might be in a melee with Brutus. The triags just killed. yeah. There's basically yeah. The other guy was just right behind oh, the rest right of them. Right. Yeah. So they're all in a melee with Brutus. Yeah. They, 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 so they can't shoot. They draw their they draw their melee weapons and they can't, so they can't swift attack or aim, but they can attack normally. So that's a hit to twenty one. That's what the arm. That's the left arm. Yeah. Better than the right arm. Um, oh, you're not, you're not dodging. No, I'm not dodging. Uh, for eight. Okay. The other one. Oh, these guys are on fire now. Uh, three, 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 three is the body. Okay. Is the body for eleven. Okay. Um, that's. There's only three of them left. Uh, no, there was there was a total of four. There was a total of five. Right, total of five. Two are dead. Two are dead. There's three. Yeah. I there's did, there's I did, four I dead goblins. I did them all. There's two in the foyer. Yeah, right. at the top of the stairs. One in the foyer. Okay. That was a different combat. Yep, that's all of them. Um, we're we're up to Nigel. All right. Uh, channeling. Wait, the goblins go after Triaxe, or did you just skip? Oh, triax? I'm sorry, I skipped you. Um, so do I have to make the strength test to attack the guy in the red dress? Or can yeah, I just you, join the melee? You can join the melee at this point. Alright. Uh, he'll charge the guy that I guess. Uh, you can't, you can't charge and you like, have to climb stairs. You can like, move up. Remember we were in that bad part where you can't charge. Alright, you're too close to charge. Uh, he'll move up the attack. <sighs> so close. But I hit him anyway. On Friday today. This is one of those sessions where you're rolling well. You definitely are who, who are you attacking? They're so the Oh, he has dodge low. Triax oh, is the strongest character I've ever seen. Uh, he dodges. Okay. You're still 10, right? Yeah. Just 10. Yeah. Oh, but I get my second attack, even though he dodged. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, the flail isn't slow. I'm switching this. <laughs> that is my next acquisition. Not only is it not slow, it can't be parried. Uh, second attack's a mess. So now we're on to... Now we're on to me. Now we're on to you. Alright, I failed my chance anymore. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, seven on the guy in the dress. Okay. It's to his leg. Uh, okay. You killed one? No. 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 I, I attacked the guy in the red dress and dodged. Great. Uh, Brutus. Well, he won't be able to dodge you for all of your no attacks. 
No, I will die if they do the same thing they did to me. So I'm gonna withdraw. Or disengage. Okay, so we withdraw down the stairs. We disengage down the stairs. You could just enter defensive mode. He probably won't attack you if you do that. Alright, I'll enter total defense. Okay, so that's like gives people minus 20 to hit you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That way you can come back and swift attack if we need to finish this guy. Okay. Okay. Um, one of the goblins will attack you anyway. Kind of just blindly going after you. Uh, I parried last round, didn't I? So I have to spend a fortune point to do that. But I still do. Oh. No, it's a. You still get a half it's action. A half, it's a half action to enter total defense. No, no it's not. That's a, it's a, that's a full round action. That's but it's still worth it. Full action. Yeah. Okay, so, so he has minus 20 to hit you, right? Yeah. Yeah, he misses. Pretty hard for him to hit you. Um, okay, then you got three attacks coming at you. Uh, first one is a hit. Is this from the greatsword or from a. Yeah, this is from the uh, two hand sword. Damn, I dodged. I do not dodge. Um, for 14. Shit. Where? To the body. Ouch. Um, so the second attack? No, I told you a defensive stance is a half action. And what? Can I see it? Okay. Can you defensive stance twice? Uh, it counts as an attack. That counts as an attack? Yeah. You can't defensive stance and attack. That's the way the rules work. If it counts as an attack, then you can't do it when you parried. Dude, but it's not actually an attack. It just you can't do it and attack in the same round. Can I see the card I made? What did I call it on the card? Uh, I don't know where the card is. I have not seen it. Oh, I see. Yeah, it just actually the stance itself precludes you from attacking. I see. Yeah. It, so, yeah, no, it actually kind of combos well with parrying because they both just preclude you from attacking. Parrying is oh sure yeah because right never mind. Okay, so there were three attacks on you. I just rolled the first one hit the first, first one, one hit, and I'm rolling the second one. That takes me exactly to zero. Is that a critical? No. No, that's nothing. Okay, the little chumpy goblin attacks you and misses. Um, we're on to Trikes. Never retreat. Never surrender. All out attack. <laughs> you pretty much probably better than all out attack. Uh, yeah, probably. Especially since he can dodge. First attack. Ugh, crit him. Oh, can nice. you dodge that? Uh, yeah. In fact, you just say hit, and then I say oh. he dodges, and then the crit happens if I don't dodge. Alright. Pretty good agility. For that one. That's not a dodge, though. <clears throat> 19 to something. <laughs> this is gonna tell him. Is it the good one or the bad one? I think it's the bad it's one. It's the bad one by one. Uh, he's gonna try to parry as well. 
He doesn't have a shield, so he does do that. Uh, additional damage to zero. He takes 19 to the leg. 19 to the leg. Um, okay, so he successfully parried it. Um, that reduces the damage. That is toughness and armor. That is not a critical hit. Oh, of course, the effect of the card happens if there's any. Uh, willpower test or minus 20 to his mental characteristics for three rounds. Okay, what happened to him? Painful gash to the leg. Okay. Additional damage zero. That is weak. That's a weak draw. Uh, he doesn't make his willpower test, so the. Okay, he's a tard for actually one round. <laughs> this, is, this would be an awesome draw if you were using a piercing weapon. Can I see it? The piercing effect is really good. So it's minus 20 to mental characteristics for one round. Mental characteristics include his weapon skill. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, well, that's better than I thought. But he was pairing, so he wasn't going to be able to attack anyway. Uh, he still gets one attack. This doesn't get two. Alright, second attack. Got him. Oh, he's dying. Right leg. I guess he could conceivably parry again, but... Yeah, for, he, can, he can try to parry it a second time. For 16. For 16? He'll, he'll try to parry it. He won't be able to attack you next round. I'm rolling, I'm rolling like every roll is at least under 40. Okay, it's still a critical hit though. Taking down. How about 92? Oh, he's dead. Oh, you, can get your, you get your 14 point back. It's a half action. It is a half action. We looked it up. But on the sheet, it said full action. Yeah, then it's wrong on the sheet. No. Where is that sheet at? We should change that. By the way, Trix is at zero. How did you get to zero? The goblins attacked him. That dude's actually a house. I know he is. That's why I did what I did. He's dying. Oh, yeah. Well, he just took a significant critical. Uh, He's not dead yet. A 92 critical? I don't know. It's a... So that's like a plus five critical. Yeah, that guy well, like hit on everything. He hit you twice. He did. Yeah, he hit me every single time. That's a house. Yeah, no, that I I've been ro- I rolled I rolled really well for like all four of these guys. Actually. And without Vanny, like this is gonna take forever to heal. Yes, it will. We can go back to the surgery to town. I think I'm about ready to like cook that pizza. Go for it. Go for it. What the heck happened? Yeah, is that all right with you, Jeff? Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, what was the hit location? Uh, right leg for 92. So, plus 5, 92. Ooh, that's going to get him 12. I could have, but what on earth was I going to do with free cookie dough here? Bring it over here. Alright, next time I'll get free cookie dough. Your violent blow completely severs the leg. Your opponent falls over to the ground and can do nothing but watch in horror as his life's blood exits in a torrent. Yeah, well, it matches your dress, mate. <laughs> he, he, dies, he dies in D3 rounds. See if he says anything as he's dying. Uh, he's going to live for a couple rounds. Um, uh, he says, Curses to you, dwarf! What have I ever done to you? You're goblin! <laughs> so be it! And you're a transvestite! There's so many reasons why you needed to die! He says, killing me will put a curse on you for all time. 
the, the curse of awesomeness. And he, he, I'll just have to live with it. He waves his finger at you, and he kind of starts to chant like he's casting a spell as he's dying. Is this a convection oven? No. What is a convection? What's convection? Uh, that's a specific type of oven where it has a fan that blows the hot air around the food as it cooks. So you hear him kind of point his, you see him point his finger at Triax and chant like it's a magical chant. But as you know, arcane language magic, it sounds like arcane language magic, but it's gibberish words. It's not like actual words in arcane language magic. So it's like if somebody were pretending to speak Chinese and they went, ching chong hong ching ka. It doesn't mean anything, right? But it right. sounds like that language. Right. So that's what he does is he, uh, he kind of chants and wiggles his finger at you and then he dies as, He's trying as, to as his face turns white. Bring the mole keel on the tracks. As, as I hear this, I shout out, um, Trax, no! <laughs> uh, there's still two other uh, goblins there. Um, so, the battle's not over. Um, uh, I will switch attack the goblins. Yeah, you're next. No, Nigel's next. Actually, I'm not so. I'm, I'm guarded chest. attack carrying sands to these goblins. I fail. I cast on a goblin. He takes. Six. Do they? I don't think I've been injured. I think that's the body. No, I have not been injured. Six to the body. Did you attack the goblin that attacked me? No. No. Uh, oh, no, that's the arm. Sorry. It was 44. That's the arm? Yeah. Okay, I'll actually do some more damage. Okay. Um, Brutus. Alright, I will attack the goblin. Zero five. Okay, that is a hit. That is a crit. Zero three zero five. Oh, nice. Uh, so he takes fourteen damage. Takes fourteen plus. Uh, it's to the body. Abdomen gourd. <laughs> Same card again. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a weapon or willpower test with plus thirty, or he passes out. Study uh, Zed's. He passes well. He passes out. Okay, I'll attack the other guy. Uh, it's eighty-seven tennis, and I will with my second half action. I will parry stance. So you parried last round, right? No, 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 he didn't. No, okay. He did total defense. He defensive stance defense. last. Where round. is that cheat? I want. I need it. So it's still only a half action if you attack twice, as long as you don't swift attack. Sorry, if you parry. Yeah, you said swift attack. I don't. Think no, I did not. I said I'll standard attack. attack. He oh, did. Yeah, he got a second attack. Is that still only a half action? Uh, standard attack. Yeah, half action. No, even if you attack you. twice. I standard attack. You only had one attack this round. No, no he didn't. No, he had all the attacks. Parry. I he only my last turn. I did nothing. Okay. Right. I'm just wondering if it's still a half action. Yeah. No, you attack twice. It's, it's still a half action. If what's a half action? I use standard, standard attack. attack. Yeah. Standard attack's a half action. Okay, that's what it's listed. Even as. though you attack twice. Even okay. though you attack twice, it's still a half action. That's fine. Yeah. I just wanted to. Yes. Clarify. That's why I did that, so okay. I could parry any stance. Okay. That makes sense. So there's one. Wait, I can defensive stance. Oh my god. That's no, you can't defensive stance. Because it's a half action. Attack. You can't. Oh, you stance. can't. That's attack. what defensive stance says. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, otherwise you could do it in attack. But you can defensive stance and get parrying stance. 
Yes. Uh, yes, you can do that. But there are two different stances, but apparently you can do that. Yeah, you're, you're just really fighting defensively at that point. Alright, there's one goblin left. Um, he's going to try to run away. He will, uh... Um, yeah, he'll run. You guys get plus 20 to your, to your attacks if he runs down the stairs. Plus 20, you say? Yes. I still miss by one. I miss. You miss. <laughs> nice. Wow, he got lucky. Uh, alright, he's still at full life. So he, yeah, he runs, he runs down the stairs. That's his turn. Uh, Prax is going next. I guess Prax runs down the stairs. Okay. Um. Is the goblin faster? I move and he has, cast. Yeah, he has movement four. So he's about as fast as it. Yeah, he's fast as he human. is as fast as a human, so Trax doesn't catch up with him. Right. Uh, this is going to have to really kill him. It's not that well. He takes nine. Takes nine okay. to the arm. Okay. Okay, Brutus. I'll move up next to him. Okay. Uh, he'll run out the door and uh, kind of head for the forest. All right, do I get plus 20? Yeah. Uh, no, you... you, you uh, if you... Um, well, let's see. Well, you ran, so that might give you a penalty. So I can't attack him, though. If you run up next to him, can you attack him when he tries to run away from you? It kind of makes sense. I mean, two guys running away equally. The guy behind is probably hacking at the first guy. Probably doesn't well, get plus 20, though. Except for real running doesn't work like it does in games where you have guys running. No, I understand, but, like, you got one guy, like, yeah. turns and runs, the other guy chases after him. If they're equally fast, the guy behind is just going to be swinging at him the whole time. Yeah, right? I guess. <laughs> um, I'm going to get gaining ground on me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you minus 20 to, as you kind of, if you hack while you're running, basically. Yeah, so I get minus 20, he's got minus 20, so it should wash out, right? No, I mean, I'm going to give you an attack at minus 20 if you want to attack him like while you're running, basically. But I should get plus 20 as well. I'm, I'm counting for that. Oh, so it'd be minus 40? Yeah. What? Is that how running melees the precedent? Well, you know, there's melee? this... See, typically when somebody runs away, that you can't the only, the way the way it works is like you run up and then you have to swing at them to do damage, and then that slows you down because you you took a swing. You understand? And then he if he runs, then the only say you had faster movement than him, right? You could like run, eventually catch up to him, take a swing with an actual action, and then he'd get away, and you'd eventually catch back up and swing again. But people so, that have equal... I know, people have equal movement all the time in this in this game, so it doesn't really make I a lot of sense. I think minus 20 is pretty fair. Yeah. You're not going to be able to attack him very well when you're... Exactly. At, you're like at attacking him run. while you're on a dead run. I miss. Okay. Well, I get to attack him every round at minus you, 20. You can attack him every round at minus 20. I mean, eventually you're going to... You're gonna to get into the forest, and there'll be tests. like there'll be agility tests or toughness tests, and okay. you'll see who flags first and or who like trips over stuff when you enter the forest. Um, so okay. speed is four. So how oh, far can, does he run? I can quicker out my bow and like or uh, same distance you, distance you run, but he was got plus, movement four. You have plus twenty because he's running. It's hard to shoot. Thirty-two yards. Actually, he's gonna head up into the mountains. I think he's got a better chance there to get away from you. Um. So they have scales to your surface. I'm not going to be able to do anything to them. So, I'll let him go. Okay. I'll try, uh, one, so it's I'll try one more time, then I'll let him go. Okay. Um, yeah, you can, you can get two more tries, and then he's going to start climbing up the mountain. Okay. Well, I'll do two more tries. Miss. Miss. As Trix collapses to the ground and a heap of blood. 
You're at zero. You yes. Do you no. want us when, to perform first aid on you? No. He wants the surgeon in town to perform first aid on him. Good choice. Yeah. Don't, want, don't want you guys to botch it up. Alright. Uh, God, we like went crit, 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 and we still have a guy at zero and a guy at four. Yeah, this is what happens when both sides roll really well. Like, I rolled quite well. That's Warhammer um, for you. It's nice and bloody. But uh, you guys rolled really well, too. Well, we'll take their weapons, because steel is steel. Might be worth something. Um, wait, are we going to like look around in this house, see if there's any other people? We're up. That is a very interesting question. This is a two-story <laughs> house, right? Yes. Yeah, well, you're on the second story. We're on the second story, and there's like no one. Crax is like, uh, holy shite! Now we're like home invaders. <laughs> That's not right. Oh, we're goblins! Yeah. We're goblins. We I didn't, but they're not here anymore. <laughs> we probably. Well, there's a bunch of dead ones at your feet. Yeah, we need to. Well, if she was, if it, well, first of all, we have this writ that we have to deliver to her. Ah, uh, that is true. <laughs> and second of all, we're here. A lot. We're here a lot. Second of all, this writ accuses her of harboring goblins in her mind. Like under the circumstances, I think we're justified in making sure there aren't any more goblins in her tower. We're here lawfully. We won't like steal anything of hers, but we'll take these goblin weapons. No, of course not. But the goblins. Um, you know, they probably ransacked the place before we got here. These so. goblins, these goblins probably. There's have a few things jewelry. missing. I don't think. You know, the silver cup. Actually, he did have jewelry. He was wearing a. Necklace. The goblin was wearing these jewelry. I'm sure the goblin owned this jewelry. Uh, yeah, I, I examined the corpse of the goblin while Trix is in a bloody heap, and he's like chasing after the other one. Okay, so yeah, he has a. So he's wearing a dress, a nice red dress, uh, though it's kind of been torn because. Uh, as he's been kind of walking in it, it looks like his feet have kind of trampled the bottom of the dress, and it just doesn't look as nice as it used to. How about two massive axe swings, like, right through it? Yeah, well... The bottom is obviously saturated in blood. Yeah, well, yeah, you cover, you cut off one of his legs, so, yeah, that ripped a huge gash in the dress, and, uh... It's ruined. Yeah. There's blood, it's cut. It's uh, he's wearing a... Is it not made of silk or anything, is it? Uh, it's very nice material. Uh, for sure. I guess that first 19 point hit was to his head, so that wouldn't affect the dress. The dress is ruined. Don't worry about the dress. Yeah, the the dress is in the dress is in tatters and is covered with blood. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't try to salvage it. Uh, He's wearing a necklace and two earrings, like an earring on each ear. Are they the same? Are they matching? Yeah. Are they golden? Uh, The earrings look to be made of silver with some sort of black stone. A black smooth stone in the center, like an oval, something like that. I don't know exactly what an oval looks like. No, none of this looks 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 magic to you. Um, And there's a necklace, which is uh, which is a strand of silver, and then like kind of little chains of silver come down from it. Totally looks like what it's very nice. All right, we'll take both of those. We gotta look in this place to see if there's like a find out what's her name or a dead what's her name. Um. Uh, now that now that the uh, the um, clash and roar of combat has en- has ended, you actually can hear some sort of muffled sound uh, coming from uh, one of the downstairs rooms. Mm. There is a tide of barge. abducted a talker that'll probably exonerate her from the charges. Uh, I think it's more likely that it's a tide of halfling. What halfling? The cook. There's a cook, halfling cook. I'm not aware of this. Yes. <laughs> you, you were in the other room. There's a halfling cook. Welcome uh, to the adventure. Master. I'll wait until everybody gets back <laughs> and then we'll go investigate. Okay. Um, the, uh, the muffled sound is coming from the closet. 
It's it, okay. It's another goblin in another dress, clearly, <laughs> with another two-handed sword. Like, gotcha. You're all dead now. All right. Some of those two-handed sword goblins will just kill us now. Um, the sight in the closet is uh, rather grotesque. Uh, there is a mostly eaten corpse of a human, and uh, there's just blood everywhere. Then there is a two. There are two other tied-up humans. Uh, one is in pretty good shape. Uh, the other one is missing a leg and an arm. And uh, the, the wounds have been kind of roughly patched back up. Well, you can serve them their writ now. And, and, uh, here. and <laughs> they'll be here by tomorrow. No, these are farmers. And, uh, uh, and, they're, and, and they're tied up in Ted bags. Jones, you've been served. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> Run. Uh, okay. Um, you, guys, you guys can make willpower tests. It's uh, insane. 30. Does that even make it? Yes, it does. I have a decent little power. It's like my only decent mental skill. Do I get a bonus? Because I was just frenzied. Um, a bonus? Don't you have like a, something that always gives you a bonus? He has a really good willpower. He's I have stout-hearted. Does that help here? What is it? What is stout-hearted? Plus 20 versus fear. Um, I'll give you plus 10 for it. Alright. Oh, see that kind of shite all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we all make it. Alright. Uh, yeah, you guys see this stuff all the time. This is... We just saw a goblin get his leg cut off. Yeah, I don't know why this would bother. <laughs> well, you saw... Goblin number one had his jaw removed from his face. Goblin number two was cut in half, and then goblin number three had his leg cut off. Yeah, yeah it would have been a little blood and gore. It's a, rat is, uh, a person being eaten alive slowly is not, you know, quite the same. But anyway... Um, okay, so that's what you see in there. There's also, in the other kind of portion of the closet, it looks like the goblins must have used this as a privy, as it just stinks and there's crap all over the place. Right, so they crap in one time and they, like, leave these people in here and, like, yep. get them a little slowly. Yep. Um, yeah, these guys are insane. We should just put them out there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The one guy... <laughs> say that out loud? <laughs> no, maybe we should. No, I was uh, like, we, oh, cut oh. Their, we cut their gags and free their bonds. Okay, um... Are All right. You, are you? Uh, we watch them outside. All right. Yeah. So, the, so the the one that is missing a leg and an arm doesn't seem to speak much. She just kind of uh, talks in the sort of mumbling uh, voice that carries on. Doesn't really seem to say anything. God, uh, if ever we needed Manny. The, uh, the the one the one who's who's uh, you know largely unharmed seems very shaken and he says, oh, "Thank you so much for freeing us." Uh, how long have you been in there? Um, five days. Have you seen anyone besides goblins? Um, wolves? I see. Uh, well, we have to... He says, they, mur- they murdered my family. We have to make sure there's not anyone else still in that tower. Um, just stay here outside and rest for a few minutes while we conclude our investigation. Okay. Uh, he asks for water. Uh, Trice has a water skin. Sorry. Oh, I do. Trice yeah. water. Yep. All right. I don't have I don't have the keg anymore, but I have the water skin. I okay. Need some water. He's Trice elated is. about having some water, and, and the one who can't seem to talk correctly seems to be interested in the water too. Uh, and well, and leave them the water. Skin. We live in the water skin. Okay. Try to take care of each other. We go back inside. Ooh, the smoke alarm. Yeah. That's a pretty quiet smoke alarm, honestly. Will that thing turn off eventually? 
Uh, it's best to put it on the floor. There's less smoke on the floor. sensitive alarm. Yeah, I can smell smell a little smoke, but the the alarm to the ce- is on the ceiling, right? So it you know picks uh, up more smoke. A lot louder a puss. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, there's no way you're sleeping through that. How? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it just sounds quiet when you're around the corner. Why did that one go off? It's apparently much more sensitive. Apparently. Um, okay, so uh, okay, so they're they're outside uh, drinking drinking water, and uh, what do you guys? Where are you going? Where are you going next? Uh, we're just searching. Um, right? We're gonna start I'm in sure the Mark Laboratory. Is that on the second floor or the first floor? The second floor. Uh, okay, one second. Oh, really I asked him, there's no more. Before we started searching, I asked him where it was. I already asked him that. Oh, they, they said no. no. Okay, um, the door to the laboratory is kind of broken. It, it's uh, the the uh, the door jam is a little bit askew, like it's been forcibly entered, um, and. Um, there is there's a there's a table that looks like um so uh, has and it has equipment on it that looks like it would do uh would be used for sort of chemistry type of experiments uh there's different sort of chemicals there but awesome, what's, what's taking all of the shit ah uh, well let me finish the description though however the glass is all broken and there is a dead goblin with shards of glass all in him uh, against one of the walls. <laughs> Uh, it's hilarious. Curiosity <laughs> um, um, killed the goblin. Was there anything else? Is yeah, there no. There's actually something. There, there is actually something else interesting. Yeah. So there is we um, like on the lines. on the <laughs> maybe you weren't on on the ceiling. I was all over Robbie's lines. <laughs> on this on on the ceiling, uh, it ha- is is this odd kind of purplish growth, like uh, looks like mold basically. And when you enter the room, it kind of like uh, the, it shoots out a bunch of mold spores, and you can make a toughness test. I'm not very good at toughness tests. <laughs> What's your point? Zero, five. Okay. I think All right, good. I make it. Okay. Um, you lose. You, you still. There's still a penalty. Um, you lose one from your magic characteristic temporarily. Noted. Yeah. They kind of suck the the magic out of things. Is what this mold does. When uh, Triax's frenzy wounds run out, does he take a level two critical? Um, it's actually written on there. What, what happens? I believe. Um, no, not on there in the black book. Uh, I believe what it says is you swoon into unconsciousness. Oh, Triax is no longer with us. Okay, we'll leave you with the. But two there's guys no. Outside. But there's no. But there's no critical hit. Uh, the two guys can take care of you. They like die on your water skin. <laughs> <laughs> they'll probably like steal all your stuff, but eh. they'll probably look for some rations and eat them. 
And I'm sure that there's plenty there to find. Continue carry like Do you see it? Well, wow. yep. If when losing your temporary wounds, this drops you into the negs, you fall unconscious for D10 times 10 minutes, but do not take a critical effect. Alright, roll D10. Roll a D10. D10 times 10? Wow, might be out for a while. 60 minutes. An hour. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Um, Alright, we can loot the dwarf stuff. I take his nice helm. Basically, only has two things worth looting: his axe and his helm. Okay, so that's that. <laughs> he wakes up, Rude is just in there with an axe and a nice helm. He's like, I just. Is there any? That's the laboratory. Is there anything salvageable in any of the chemical equipment? Like, what about like non-glass stuff, like scales and? I don't see your name on these. Let's see. Like, is there like a? There's things like. You know, uh, mixing spoons and things like that that are made of metal. Um, All right, let's look for like bodies before we look for things to steal. Let's secure this area. Uh, If there was something here that was going to attack us, us. okay. If you're gonna study, if you're gonna tally around here, I'm just gonna go room from room. All right. Well, so you guys go to the study. I really just want to poke my head in and see if there's any, like, buddy alive or something. Okay. Do you mind, do you want to stay with him or do you want to go on on your own? I'll stay with him, I guess. Alright. Um. I just kind of wait for him to finish his search. The, uh, the study, um, the door to the study looks like it's been damaged a bit, but it is not broken into the way that the laboratory is. And when you try the door handle, it's locked. Would you mind opening this for me? Can we try knocking on it? <laughs> sure. Alright, I knock on it with, uh, like 500 pounds per square inch pressure. And I try to... Kick I have it no idea what that... I have no idea. to kick the door in. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, it's... You, you make a solid hit on it. Uh, go ahead and make a strength test. Ah, oh, my best stat. <laughs> Alright, critically failure. Alright, roll 100. <laughs> okay. Uh, you 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 slam your shoulder into it and it it smarts, but uh, you do nothing to the door. No, try again. Nope. Trying. All right, zero two at my third try. Four degrees of success. Um, okay, with four degrees of success, you you succeed at kind of starting to damage the door, but it looks like it's pretty strong. Like you would need to do that about four more times. Okay, well, let's just check this door last. Not this door is pretty important. The dwarf said that there was something particularly interesting in this room. There's two zero. doors. Can we try the other door? The door from the lab. Can I see that? Oh, that's, that's just that. I'm not sure look at this. Where are we on that? Roll zero or seven less four more times. Probably pass out before. We can go get Triax's act and act and just hack the door down if we have to. Uh, so what were you, you were sorry, what were you asking? Oh, there's a second door into it. Yeah, there's a door into it from the lab. We'll try that one. Okay. Um. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of debris in front of that door. Um. And uh, yeah, it's pretty similar. It's locked and 
and uh, there's some scuff marks on it. All right, we go get the axe. Okay. Uh, the looting has begun. <laughs> All right, you start hacking at the door? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can get through it. I won't make you roll, but uh, just make one strength test, and, and let, it'll let us know how long it takes you to get through this door. Can we your degree of success or failure? Okay. okay. Try X breaks up. By the time you're done... <laughs> 80. Okay, so that's like three degrees of failure or something? Yeah, it is three degrees of failure. Alright, it takes you about an hour to uh, hack your way through the door. Um, after about 50 minutes, you wake up. Uh, he you goes inside. You can hear us hacking through yeah, the there's door. Yeah, there's a, there's a door. I might be like, Come on, Brutus, you almost got it. <laughs> Check on the guys every now, every 10 minutes. Make sure they don't, like, crawl away. Yeah, sure. Okay, after, after an hour, um, you're able to break enough of the door down that you can kind of kick it through and knock it off its hinges and, and okay. bash it open. Okay, so you enter the study, and this room, unlike pretty much the rest of the place, is not all fucked up. Like It's, it's not disheveled. Things are in pretty neat order. There's... Um, there are books along the uh, along one of the walls, and the, there's a there's a writing table um, with uh, with papers on top of it, and uh, and there's a uh, let's see yeah, it's writing tables and and like some books on top of the writing table. Do I really have to say it? <laughs> we search the room. <laughs> like, as carefully as you can possibly search a room. If there's a Warhammer equivalent of uh, I make the search test. When the follow up investigator comes, is like, wow, which goblins had axes that destroyed this uh, room? Let's see. Looted this room. So it's in, so, 38, 58, minus 23, uh, 30, 3 degrees of success. Wow. Okay. This is actually not too hard to find you. I think a simple success would have been enough. But, you definitely find a locked box that is on God. one that is on one Damn. of the bookshelves and it's concealed behind some books. Okay. Um, so as Zed is not here, I guess you guys are gonna bust your way into this thing. Either that or uh, well, we might we might hit up a locksmith in town. Um, when you shake it, it sounds like it contains papers. It has, a, right, shuff- it has a shuffling sound. Then we will bust it open. Alright. Do you are using uh, the axe, I guess? We're not busting it yep. open. Yeah, sure, the axe. Oh, we are busting it open? Yes, we are. Can we take it with us? So we can bust it open later? No, we want to do it now. Thank you for the pizza. No problem. Okay. Uh, You find a couple of interesting papers in there. Uh, One of them is, is a letter, and the other one is this old scroll that, uh, and it's so old that it's um, half of it's been kind of withered away by by the time that's passed, and the paper's not in great shape. Um, 
So, uh, I'll just read them for the benefit of the recording. The scroll, so the first half of the scroll isn't there. Um, the second half of the scroll set starts off with, um, This calls for wisdom. The time shall come when the enemies of chaos shall relax their guard, looking out of their fortresses. They shall pay no heed to the shadows at their back. They shall... Oh, then shall the great mutator, that's capitalized, uh, cause the warped moon to awaken, and the beloved and the beloved of Moore shall clear their throat and spit upon the empire. And where this spittle doth land, there shall there shall the weak fear to tread. But the possessor of this spittle shall wield great power. And then underneath that it says. Heed this foretelling above the others, for when my visions are as strong as this one, their truth is unquestionable. And it's signed, The Great Noskralipos. Underneath it it says, The year of, the year of 1777. What year is it right now? Look on the calendar. 2000 something. Oh. So that's that really ancient scroll that's half uh, half withered away. Okay. There's also we're in twenty five twelve. There's also a letter. Um, the letter is much newer. Looks, you know, brand new basically. Um, and it says, "My dear Itelka, I have been in correspondence with a dwarven member of our organization, Kaznar Ran, and I believe that he possesses some very intriguing information about the object you have been seeking." He has been working on one of the Emperor's new signaling devices along the River Talabek, and he may have uncovered some important clues as to its location. I urge you to meet with Kaznar and have him show you the information he has gathered. By the by, I believe that Kaznar has outlived his usefulness, and once you have obtained whatever information is necessary, it may be best to allow him to become one of your latest experiments. Do not uh, do make haste to find this object as one of my contacts has informed me that our furry friends have been investigating it and are on its trail as well. But do not let this discourage you. At the, the, when the end of days comes, the possession of this object will allow us to rule the empire and will gain great favor with the changer of ways. And in the meantime, think of all the fun you will have in Grissenwald. In other news, I have received word of a windfall and may be traveling soon. I may be out of touch for a time. Unsigned. It is signed M I. What did you say, furry friends? How do you spell out of, our out of character? Meaning, neither of us know this, but it's probably escape. Oh, I certainly don't think Christ Con has even maybe even heard of Escaven. Um, yeah. You, well, so Escaven are something that are in lore, but uh, most people don't believe they exist. The people who do believe they exist are considered insane. Trix has never seen one in the mountains? No. In the tunnels? In fact, it's not really a big part of dwarven lore. It's more of a human thing. It's something that, you know, you hear stories about. Maybe your mom, your mother would scare you with as a small child. The reference to furry friends would certainly not make one think of Skaven. Immediately. He walks. Damn them. So, MI, who could MI be? It's not someone that we've already met. Oh. 
So it's Kasnar is K-A-S-N-A-R. And Ron, I think... A-H-A-S-N-A-R. Yeah, thank you. And how is Ron spelled? R-H-A-N. Those doors and their H's. Same thing with Triax, right? <laughs> Con? Well, who spells Con without an H? C-O-N. Triax. Con. Con artist. <sighs> So this is the same symbol that was tattooed on that guy, right? Uh, yeah, it's a hand. Next room, is there anything else in here? Of note? Um, like a repeating crossbow. Uh, yes. Yard. What's the date today? We're on the Plutzeig 24. Yard was like two months ago. Previous month, I believe. Yes, previous month. Well, it was like a month and a half ago. That was written. Okay, so you guys spent... Hit stationary wow. with a four seasons coaching service. You lost like three days waiting around for legal action against Atoka. We're waiting for our money, too. Um. Yeah, Four Seasons Stationery. <laughs> the, travel, the traveling coach company. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the uh, the other thing is, you know, as you're as you're searching through all of these books, um, some of them are on are on more mundane subjects, but most of them are magically related, one way or another. And um, uh, it looks like, you know, that she's been using this room to to study her craft. Um, and in fact, uh, if, if you if you wanted to to keep some of the books, uh, you could, you know, sort of piece together a group of spells. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. Okay, so um, scattered between about four of her books. Uh, you find this information. You have to spend experience to learn those? So, you know, basically the way this works is, you know, these are just sort of spells that looks like she was she's learned or was learning. Um, I, well, in, 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 in addition to you know, sort of some of the standard stuff that you that's sort of in the in the main book you that everybody learn learns. You see, you see stuff. So lesser magic actually looked it up is normally seventy five. Um, right. In fact, I was I had I was already uh, thinking about that. I was going to change this. This should be seventy five, and petty should be fifty. Does that work for the other spells I found too? Those were all petty, so they should have all been fifty. Okay. So, can you learn spells outside of your outside of your lore? You you can there are, when you learn when you learn a lore, you learn all of the spells in it, and then there are associated lores that are 
part of the same college of magic. You can learn those by spending particular experience on them. By spending, I think it's 100 per spell. Um, that's the way lore magic works. You can't learn anything outside of your college without getting rid of the one you already have. Like okay. basically changing careers and going into something totally different. So lore magic is, is kind of limited that way. Uh, petty magic and lesser magic. So lesser magic you learn always one spell at a time. And they're, they're not grouped by colleges really. Okay. There's, there's just lesser magic arcane and divine is the only segregation. So you can learn all the lesser magic arcane. They're still the same spells. Are there generic, like, great I think they're different. In the base book, they're the same. It says petty, petty Magic Arcane and Petty Magic Divine. I don't think they're the same. I mean, Lesser Magic is the same. Lesser Sorry. Lesser Magic Sorry. Less, Oh, Lesser Magic is all the same? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there, like, a Greater Magic that, like, all wizards can use? No. no. There isn't. The Greater Magic is divided into those lores. But there's no, like, generic ones. Right. And then Petty Magic is uh, doesn't have a lore... But uh, you, when you first learn Petty Magic, you learn a group of it, and then extra ones you want to learn are 50 a pop. Uh, okay. Should we continue searching the tower? So mark, like, four books down on your on your character sheet if you're going to kind of pick that stuff up. Um, I'm going to, like, search around and take any other books that are particularly interesting as well, beyond just these four. Okay. Uh, any particular subjects you're looking for? Well, obviously, any books that are dedicated to like chaos or or anything like that, as well as books on astronomy and uh, anything about um, um, does she have any books about a particular geographical region? I would also be interested in those. Um, no, she doesn't have any books about a geographic region, nor does she have anything about astronomy. Um, the books that kind of specifically talk about chaos are pretty much, that sort of thing is covered in the four that the spells are in. Oh, uh, well, no, that's no time. So what are the rest of the books? Uh, just sort of general topics on magic, like how to kind of get started in the in, in, a, in an academic spellcasting career, and uh, how, to le- how to learn and read arcane language magic, how to channel... Things like that. Stuff you already know, basically. Really? This is dangerous information in the wrong hands. How many um, How many books are there? Um, we ten. Ten altogether? Yeah. I'll take them all. Okay. Um, I just go through the rest of her correspondence, too, that's flying on the desk and see who she's been writing letters to and who she's been receiving letters from. Okay. Um, she, uh, let's see. Yeah, they, there's um, there's not much of of interest here uh, ex- until until you uh, you kind of come across one that uh, was sent recently, though, as you go through the papers, and uh, I'll give you that as a handout now. Um, it, it's it's a letter that's uh, addressed from the 25th of Yardrung, and uh, the letter says, it's not addressed to her, but uh, it says, I received word that you were planning on leaving your safe haven in Grissenwald, and were hoping that I could assist you with funds and personnel. While my own funds are tight, I am able to spare my apprentice. He's a bright young man and learning our ways quickly. 
I have sent him with sufficient gold that the two of you should be able to hire help where needed. Expect him within a week's time from when you receive this letter. Warmest regards. Lorinderell. Lorinderell. Sounds like an elf. When did we arrive in Alberg? When did the adventure start? Oh, the adventure started the 24th of the month before Yardrum. Uh, never mind. Started the 24th of Yardrum. 24th of Yardrum. Oh, we've been adventuring for exactly a month. Really? Yep. To this day? Yep. Is that right? Let me let me check that. Maybe I maybe I put the wrong. I just thought it would be funny if the apprentice turned out to be Ernst. Let me check. (laughs) But that doesn't seem possible based on the dates. Yeah, I might have the dates wrong. Let me let me check. Well, Ernst did keep to himself. If the letter is written from Altdorf on the twenty fifth, we us and Ernst got to Altdorf on. It would it started on the twenty fourth. We wouldn't have gotten there until. Like the thirtieth, I think. There's pizza for you at ten and then if you want it. Um, I'll have some when we take a break. Which will be soon. Yeah, I should bump it up. Yeah, let's make it like the 31st or something like that. That's when the letter was dated. Alright, so that would make it possible. Possible that it was Ernst. Yeah. I think it... That Ernst fellow was... It would not surprise me to learn he was involved in something like this. He was a shady... He was quite a shady character. Still question about it. Uh, Looks like the town's not going to be able to recoup their 2,000 gold. Uh, we can seize the tower. Uh, alright. Um, so we should check I think, so we've searched this room, there's nothing else valuable besides the ten books, which are going to be joining the rest of my books in the chest on the boat. You're gonna learn how to awaken dead, or whatever? So who is that addressed to? Some guy in Altdorf? Is this an address in Altdorf? Yep. But there's no name.
this is the address where this was delivered to? No, I think it's the address that it was sent from. What is the letter formality? Or hammer? Uh, there's not a lot of formality. You have to make your own inferences. Uh, all right, well, we definitely want to search the rest of the tower. Okay, uh, so when you, you find her bedroom, the, the door is ajar. Uh, there are, her clothes are strewn all over the place. Um, her bed is sort of, uh, looks very well slept in. And uh, it's just not very neat or tidy at all. Um, there's really not much there. It looks like what little is there is kind of strewn about the room, but most of it seems, uh, it seems like the room's a bit empty for what a bedroom would normally have in it. Um, what other rooms have you not been in? Um, oh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so when you, when you, the room next to the kitchen, um, houses a, uh, a female halfling, and, uh, yeah, and her name is Dumpling, as you might expect, and, uh, uh, she's quite happy that you guys have gotten rid of these goblins. She, she tells you the story of how she came with Atelka, and that, uh, um, she became appalled when Atelka started associating with goblins. And, uh. She came with Atelka? Mm-hmm. From Nol? Mm hmm. How long has she known Atelka? Oh. A few years. But the goblins really? haven't so like, messed with the. She was working goblin. for Atelka in Nolm? No, she was sort of hired in, in Nolm to, uh, just be a servant. And then, she, and then Atelka left to come to Grissomwald. Oh. So how long was she working for her in Nolm? Mm, really not any time there. When was the last time uh, she's seen her? Um, she says that, that Atelka left um, oh, a number of days ago, like more than ten days ago. And, uh, um, but they got, and the goblins were here before she left? Yes, but they weren't kind of... She had more control over the goblins. Like She said it wasn't such a bad place to work, although she did occasionally see goblins around. But when Atelica left, the goblins sort of moved in, and uh, her life's been shit <laughs> ever since, as they force her to cook food and, um, uh, you know, tidy up as much as possible. But she pretty much just stays to the kitchen in her own personal room. Did she have to make Soylent Green for the goblins? Make what? Soylent Green. It's people. The people for oh, the uh, goblins. She doesn't, she, she, she doesn't seem real, real uh, sure of exactly what sort of meats she's been preparing. It's best not to dwell on such things. Um... Why was she associating with the goblins in the first place? Um, Why didn't she just run away? Dumpling has no idea. No. Why didn't Dumpling just run away when Atelka left? Goblins probably would have caught her. How? They're trackers? They care? Well, she was was afraid to leave. The goblins were throughout the house. Well, the goblins are taken care of, so... I'm not tempted to hire this after. To do what? To live on our boat, cook meals for us, and like when we leave and go on adventures, she can stay on the boat as a deterrent. Well, we know thieves. she won't leave. <laughs> as a deterrent against thieves. She's easily scared into staying. <laughs> uh, she says, "Yes, my services are available." How much was the talc paying you? Um. Um. Two gold crowns a month. Hmm, let me think. <laughs> <laughs> Two gold crowns a month. Hmm. 
I don't know, what do you guys think? You can't be serious. We're just going to get her killed. Why? Someone's going to attack our boat sooner or later. It can't be more dangerous than working in this tower. I don't think she's going to be oh, working in this tower anymore. My days of working in this tower are over. I understand. <laughs> no, but I'm you. just saying, it's not, it's not going to be that dangerous. Uh, I'm all for it. I think it would be really, I think it might be really useful to have someone who's living on the boat who can stay there and keep an eye on things while we run off. But her name's Dumpling. <laughs> Perfectly suitable name for a halfling. Well, the money's not a factor. I guess not. Well, she also paid for, you know, her food and, you know, she had no expenses, right? That was... We would have to feed her. Yeah. I would wait until Manon said came back before we took this vote. Well, you know Maddie's not going to care. I think Zed would be all for it. <laughs> yeah, we all for it. You know what they will say. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Okay, fine. All right. We say, uh, yes, Dumpling, if, uh, since you don't have any, seem to have any other... Um, plus, it, it might be handy to have someone who's known Atelka around in case we have any questions about what she might be like or something. You never know when something, some information like that could <clears throat> potentially be useful. Well, I'll show you some pictures of the stuff you've been encountering just while we're at it. So this is a goblin on a wolf that you've been fighting. That's what Dumpling looks like. And, uh, oh, we can fat her out. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's the goblin in the dress. Nice. <laughs> I definitely, like, take his sword. Is this two-handed sword like a long sword? Um... Right. It's basically a two-handed sword. The company will pay wow. Dumpling's first month's salary up front. Alright, well, I'll take the two-handed sword. I can't use it, but we can sell it, I guess. And we, how many, like, swords did we take? Or the swords from the goblins, like, short swords, effectively? Uh, they're short swords. Um, you don't think you're going to get a lot of money, because they're just, they're, they're sort of poorly made. Okay. Is the so, great sword okay? Um... It's 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 pretty beat up and it doesn't look like you know you're supposed to kind of spend some time maintaining and sharpening these things and it looks like they haven't really been doing it. How much so is it? It would sell, just not quite as much as it normally would. Going okay. to cost for like the entire all five of us plus dumpling for a month? Do you think? Because I'm tempted to just give her some money and then just we won't have to worry about food for the next month. You know, we we can not. Have we can like keep her for a month before we like trust her with uh, lots of money. Well, sure, but I could like remove it from the company fund, so that way we can have her like buy food for us and cook it. I understand, but I don't trust her right away. All right, all right, fine. Um. Uh, so what about the rest of the house? I mean, is, like you said, there was some silver cutlery. Are there any like, uh, how much is that? How much of that is there? And is there any like? Uh, you find four pieces of silver cutlery. It looks like the set has totally been broken up, and is most of it's missing. So it's like a knife, a fork, and a spoon. Uh, well, four pieces total. It doesn't really matter what they are. Yeah, maybe two forks and one of each of the others. Um, and uh, yeah, there's sort of some um, there's some porcelain plates, but. There's no way you could make a real set. Most of them are broken. 
Uh, okay. Is there any? Is there any other valuables in the house? Like, um, is there any like nice clothes in Telka's room? No, I mean everything is. Every, well, Telka's room is you know largely there, um, except for the things that were strewn around, and most of the house is just pretty well trashed, with the exception of the study, which was in good condition. Is there like a writing pit in the study? In addition to no, no. Kitchen was probably pretty well. The kitchen was okay, but uh, not not uh, no. Stuff was smashed and. If she was broken. cooking for the goblins, like yeah, there's like some pots, pots and pans, pots yeah. and pans, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, we can take that stuff and let her use it on the boat. Yeah, if you want to take, or we can get our own. Because I'm sure that's something. Sure, this stuff is probably nicer nicer than than what we would buy. Anything that we would buy. We'll wash them out. It'll be fine. (laughs) We'll get that people aftertaste out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alright. Kitchenware. Yeah, there's like a full set of kitchenware. Dumplings carry capacity. Because we're maxing that out. Yeah, we'd have someone else to carry our chests. (laughs) Wow, her strength is one. One, yeah. As in O one. No one. Like what? Her strength, 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 strength bonus is one. Yeah. Strength is one. Her strength is in the teens. Yeah. All right. I think we've done about all we can here. Well, I could train her to be a marine. Give her plus ten strength. Yeah. Right on I'll uh, post the notice on her door as we leave. <laughs> okay. It's posted. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys head back into town. Yep. Yes. Okay. You you make it there by by the evening. We try to like. Keep we drop all the, off all the stuff. We yeah. show Dumpling her new home. Okay. She looks very uh, pleased with the with the situation. She's going to take up even more cargo space. She's a half one. <laughs> she won't take up that much space. Um, Anything you can do to tidy up the boat, make it look nicer or more efficient. Go for it. Okay. I tell her not to touch anything. Not to touch my chest. Okay. I'm full of books. Right. I put all of the new. Oh wait, we gotta house. like get those guys to town. Oh too. yeah, we have to take them too. The victims. Right. Um. We lug them all on his back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The one guy can't really walk. You're gonna need to make a sling. A stretcher. Or yeah, like one of those well, kind of stretchers they... that you drag half of it on the ground. Yeah. Can't they carry him? I mean, you could but like a litter, right, or something. Yeah, I mean, I you've already laid the day. You'll be, you'll be, you, you'll need to camp halfway through the night. Um, you know, if you want to carry them, we'll do whatever we can that seems most efficient to us. And then, do we want to camp in the middle of the road, or do we just want to spend the night in the tower? I don't want to spend the night in the tower. Well, I think we've successfully eliminated the goblin threat, so I don't think there's any reason why we can't camp and. With the road. Alright. We'll if, we, if we can't make it back to town before nightfall. There's always, uh, there's always beastmen in the forests. We can just. Let's just hoof it through the night. So with that many beastmen, all of the farms around here would already be overrun. Uh, I'm not saying it's a very large chance. <laughs> let's, let's just hoof it through the night. We'll get there like late, late at night. We have several severely wounded people with us, hooking right. it through the night. I, I think including ourselves. Including one of our own mem- company. Two of our own member. <laughs> Two of our own company. I think hooking it through the night is a bad okay, idea. Okay, fine. Okay, so you're going you're gonna to make, make camp when it gets dark? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep your own normal watch. Yeah. Sort of. 
You want Dumpling to take a watch? Uh, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you guys wake up in the morning without uh, uh, incident. All right. Uh, so I guess we take these victims to the physician, and we take ourselves there too. <laughs> yeah, just drag a bunch of heavily wounded people in all at once. Yeah. Uh, I go back to the boat, throw dumpling around. Okay. Take all the illicit goods with you. Okay. Um, yeah, the physician uh, kind of makes up some smaller beds in the sick room and starts tending to everybody. Um, do any of you want healing? Yes, please. Yes. I need first aid, for sure. Okay. Uh, he has surgery, so he can take you past four. Um, uh, so he heals you for four. Not just being heavily injured reduce that at all? Normally it would, but he has surgery, so it doesn't... Okay, I'm not, I'm past four, or I'm past four already, so I just want you on this. Right. It's the same thing. He doesn't help you quite as well. You only get one wound back. Great. Uh, how much does that cost? Uh, what is it? Six shillings? What did I say? Oh, it was eight shillings. Oh, eight before. shillings, sorry. Eight shillings for that? Well, you can also rest. It's Rest there, he's got a bit of We're not resting here. We're shutting off. Uh, just, just some quick treatment. That's four shillings. Uh, while they're doing that, I will go back to the dwarves and explain to them what we found. Okay. Um, so, uh, so they asked, "Well, what, what do you think's happened to Atelka?" Well, I explained that it looks like she took off and um, is looking for some sort of evil chaos artifact. Naturally, we're going to have to pursue her. Um. Okay. Um, okay, they seem keen on reclaiming their mine. I say under the circumstances, uh, reclaiming the mine and probably the tower if you want. If you um, want it, is probably I'm fair. I'm sure the mine, I'm sure you'll have no problem reclaiming the mine. The town might want the tower, though. They might. Uh, they're, they never had much like for the tower anyway. Okay. So, it's not a big deal. I, but, uh, yeah, so I get us back to work. We'll we'll see what that mine has left in it. They uh, they start making plans and they get ready to call a town meeting to go explore it. Okay, uh, I go. Then we go to the magistrate. I take Dumpling with me so she can explain like mm-hmm. what was happening in the tower and why there were goblins there and what Italka had been up to the whole time. Okay, to uh, the town officials. He listens in earnest, and he says, Oh, we, we must write up a new writ. <laughs> Something more serious. Yeah, under the circumstances, yes, murder, uh, <laughs> conspiracy with goblins. Torture. Um, yeah. It, it's, uh, if she shows her face around here again, though, I'll be very surprised, but uh, certainly arrest her if she shows up. Uh, he says, yes, we, she, she will be a wanted woman from here on out. And, uh, we will send word to Aldorf. Yeah, that's right, make her an outlaw. And uh, if you want to, um, I don't know what you want to do with that tower. The goblins made a fair mess of it, but... Uh, if there's anything of value you can reclaim for the good of the village, it's all yours. There's some mold you can study. Does <laughs> uh, my magic characteristic come back? Uh, how long has it been? Uh, it's been about almost a day. Um, it comes back in 24 hours, so okay. you could... 
figure out when it comes back. Um, okay, they'll 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 look at they'll send someone up there shortly and look into it. Uh, okay, anybody have anything unfinished business in Grisenwald? Nope. Get me the hell out of here. All right. Well, as you shove off, we will take a break.